for Xbox Ones and Switches, and you go to my Target, you'll probably see no Switches and a few Xbox Ones and some PS4s. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, according to according to Adobe, uh, the Nintendo Switch won Black Friday. That doesn't mean a whole lot because it's it's just you yeah. know they don't have they don't have all the data. But um, all right, stop talking. It's live. <laughs> nah, right. I'm, we go smooth on it, baby. Keep nah, going. no, stop talking right now. Trust me, <laughs> this is part of a topic. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> no, the reason right, guys. I want it smooth. <laughs> right, the reason guys. Why I want it smooth because I want I want Lord Negatives. Uh, his, his, his prediction, what he thinks. Hey, we gonna get that later, but hi guys, we're live. <laughs> <laughs> and he tried to listen. He tried to slide it in on the new Ryan Reynolds because when I looked down at the picture, I was like, "Oh, sweat!" I said, "Ryan Reynolds was in a in a party. What the hell is going on?" Here? <laughs> we, the we gonna start I, this day. We gonna start. Said, this we day. got Deadpool up in here. <laughs> Welcome to the Iron Lords Podcast, episode number 41. And it's another glorious Sunday, and we are back at the round table on the Lord's Day. We've got two very special guests, Net Neutrality, Bungie rigging the XP system, <laughs> Black Friday, and Switch Third Party to discuss. So we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a Lord whose content I first came across through my good friends over at Brat Podcast. This Lord is one of the most thought-provoking and passionate members of our gaming community, yet at the same time respected by those who actually matter in the industry. While some may be intimidated with the intensity of his opinions, this Lord is always willing to engage in a civil debate and low-key has some of the most hilarious voice impersonations in the game. Introducing the host of the Super Deformed Games cast. The former Marine and protector of the filthy neutrals, aka <laughs> the normal gamers. Welcoming into the realm of the Lords, my man, sure. Lord John Negative. How are you doing, sir? You know, if, up until neutrals, I was like, he's not talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> he's not talking about me. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're the protector of the neutrals. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is, is, is that 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 term Sam will tell you that term was actually started by a bunch of fanboys, you know, directed at me. Yep. So, so whenever you see the term neutral on Twitter, and it, it's everywhere now, and I just I, I prefer the word normal. Yes. Um, AKA yeah. the normal. Game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The normal people who don't give a shit about any of that. Um, yeah, that was a hell of an introduction. That that was that was incredible. Thank you. Um, Absolute yeah. pleasure to have you. No, oh, dude, I love his amiibos. Yes. Oh no, yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I got a, I got a collection back there, man. I've got, oh, it, yeah. I've got other shelves in here that are full that you can't see. Uh, also, um, so I love that. But uh, no, dude, it's, dude, it's great to be here, man. I'm a big fan of what you guys do, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get into it, man. Much appreciated, man. Long overdue. Glad to have you. And of course, <laughs> we have a lord who's always been a friend to the round table. This Lord is one of the best young writers in the game, fellow tech geek, and was an absolute pleasure to finally meet in the flesh at E3 2017. Introducing the assistant editor-in-chief and co-host of the Real Games Media Podcast, the direwolf and original Geralt of Rivia, finally making his long-awaited ILP debut. My man, Lord Samuel Tolbert. How you doing, sir? I am doing very well. That was a great introduction. Well done. Again, you, you always nail the intros, man. It's it's good to be here. I love what you guys do. You're real. You keep it real. 
let's just dive in, start chewing on these topics, yeah? Absolutely, man. Absolute pleasure, man. We got we got to kick it via what was it via the the Xbox move? We I think it was over at Super Lucky's Tale. I remember that time. So <laughs> yes, yeah, well, because we tried to meet, if I remember correctly, by the Sea of Thieves booth. Yes. And then that one didn't work out. So yeah. Interesting story there. It took a little while. We were running around each other like chickens with our heads cut <laughs> off. But we finally found each other. Finally made it. A shout out to the team and, and your people. We love RGM. Good fans of them. So we're gonna of course we have the usual suspects at the round table. We're actually two lords down today. <laughs> um, <laughs> They knew I was going to be here, and they were like, nah, nah. They were like, ah, I can't deal with this guy, man. (laughs) (laughs) I was just joking. But, uh, yeah, Lord Attic, he may or may not make it. He's not doing too well. Stop it. Let the Lord sleep. (laughs) (laughs) The Lord of excuses. (laughs) (laughs) You're terrible. But uh, Lord Attic is definitely suffering from a big-time allergy. I had to educate that man on Benadryl to shut these allergies down. So I don't know. He might be out of commission. And um, Lord Soft, he is actually vacationing. That man is in in Dorn somewhere with Lady Soft. Uh, <laughs> vacationing uh, on the islands. Palm trees uh, and drinks Take an hour out. Put your headphones in your phone and let's go. No excuses, baby. No excuses. <laughs> so we, we miss my brother from another mother in the technical gaming lord. But of course, we have the excess gamer. Ooh. The Lord of Combat Sports, who is a man of his convictions and demands nothing less than the premium experience. Ooh. Beloved. Lord King, how are you doing, sir? What's going on? We have a great show for you today. Let me give you a little bit of combat sports this weekend. Let me tell you something. There's certain things that I'm not feeling. And I'm not never feeling a coward. All right. We had uh, <laughs> Sergey Kovalov, which fought for Andre Ward's belts that he ripped off his behind twice. <laughs> twice I might add you. And, and, and listen, Kovalov fought a cheeseburger last night. Trust me, it had ham. It had all the trimmings on it. He was tearing it up. He had a turkey yesterday. <laughs> Inside the ring with him. What and was he it? Was Showtime up. boxing, sir? Not to catch you. It was, it was HBO crap. You know how it goes. HBO serves you up the finest crap. Um, <laughs> it, yo, it was so it was so hamburgery that I was like, <laughs> I can't believe they're trying to pass this off as a fight. Anyway, not to bore you enough because I was bored enough for you guys yesterday. Sergey Kovalov ate that hamburger in two rounds, and oh, oh, oh. he thinks he's back. He thinks he's, uh, you know, um. How can I say it? Uh, on top of the world. Uh, shout out to Andre Ward for trolling the guy by showing uh, training videos of him back in the ring. And uh, wow. there's whispers in the world saying that he's back and he wants to fight Kovalov again, you know, just to troll him. Oh. Wow. <laughs> now, these, just real quick, these, what, what division are these dudes? So I know, like, what, what's uh, this? Is it heavyweights light, or something? Light heavyweights. They're, you know, light heavyweights. These, these, you know, Andre Ward has went all the way up. He's probably after Floyd, uh, Money Mayweather, and Riggin Dow, uh, pound for pound, the best fighter in the world. Um, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. And yeah. I, I love your boy Conor McGregor right now. He has the world calling him out. Conor right now is a cash cow, and mm-hmm. he is the best uh, that the UFC has to offer. I love that guy. Yeah, he's bigger the system. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. I mean, shout out to Connor. Uh, I caught a little bit of UFC last night. I think all I cared about was Michael Bisping going to sleep, which he got knocked <laughs> out again. Whoa, wait, whoa, wait a second. Yeah. He just fought two weeks ago. What the hell is going on? Two weeks ago, he came in as a replacement. Dana put him as the head of a card. I think it was a UFC fight night last night. What? And he got viciously put to sleep. So not only did he get choked out two, three weeks before, he's gotten put to sleep. 
again. And yeah, his career might be over. So shout out to Bisbing, good warrior, you know, but not not a steroid era guy. So we got to respect it. But yeah, that that bell might have called. <laughs> Old age waits for no one. Oh no! I would have had to take steroids and get avoid oh, that. Moving along, check me, kind sir. And of course, it is Lord Cognito here spreading that gaming realness. Yes, my boy, the Lord. Of, come on, give, give, give the Lord asleep his intro, please. Give him any. Oh, oh, oh he's there. That's right, my boy is here. Let's go. The, give him his intro. Is that the young wolf? Yes. Give him his oh. intro. And, so I, I feel, I feel like I was being talked about. <laughs> That's right. That's right, baby. That's what I'm Head talking pump. about. Peer pressure. Peer pressure gets the stick off you. Let's go. <laughs> my co-host with the co-most, my brother from another mother, and the howl of the young wolf, Benadryl in the system. You get the Benadryl? Oh, no, I, I, have it. I have it, but I don't want to take it till after the podcast. I feel oh, you. He's a superhero <laughs> you, know why? You, will, you will officially be Lord Sleep if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take like three and just sleep the rest of the year. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm glad that, that you made it, bro. I know you, it wasn't looking too good. It wasn't looking too good, but we're glad to have the Lord here. So, of course, again, Lord Cognito here spreading that game with us on the ILP. Not telling you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. So before we get into what the Lords are playing, I want to start off with Lord Megative, his video game system history, and, of course, what led him to the creation of the amazing SDGC podcast. Lord Megative, the floor is yours. Tell us about your history, man. Okay, I'll just uh, I'll, I'll do it real quick. Um, I started gaming with the you know the NES, um, and then nice. uh, you know I was uh, it's, 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 what did it, actually no that's incorrect uh, in television. Um, Woo! I stand corrected. Okay. Um, yeah, so I don't I don't I was like fucking four years old in 1984 when my dad got me into television, so I don't have many memories of it, but mm. I do remember uh, I do remember Utopia. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and then, of course, you know, I got the NES, and that kind of it, it, that kind of changed everything. And you know, I went on to the Master System, and then uh, Genesis, Super Nintendo. Uh, I mean, I've literally owned almost almost every system, um, almost every single one. Uh, I even had a Virtual Boy. Wow, um, impressive. Yeah, impressive. It's a re- yeah, it's a re- yeah. It's the only Virtual Boy I had was on a yes. PC. that was um and uh so yeah like so now like i um i don't own an xbox one i have uh i have everything right now except an xbox one simply because i already play games every day and there's a ton of games to play and i just don't have the time for a ps4 and a switch and a pc and a 3ds and an xbox one um so I mistakenly get labeled as a as a PlayStation fanboy, which, as Sam will tell you, is is hilarious because I like the Switch a lot better than the PS4. I can tell. I can um, tell. Yeah, uh, and uh, <laughs> you know it, that to me is that to me is kind of the dis, the the defining characteristic of a fanboy. You know, it's like you are unable to. There's a difference between preference and bias, right? Like preferences can change. Mm-hmm. You know, and right now I prefer the Switch. You know, um, earlier in this gen I prefer the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I. I started the the Super Deformed Gamescast because, and of course, Super Deformed is a reference to the Super Deformed characters of Super Nintendo RPGs like Final I was Final just Final about to ask you that. I, I'm glad you broke that down because I wanted to get yeah. the whole science behind the name. Cool. Yeah. Yes. I, I I've had a few people ask me like, you know, you know, what does that mean? And I'm like, okay, well, it means this. Um. So I'm I'm glad that I'm I'm glad that 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 you you had caught onto that. Um. Yes. But I started that simply because I just wanted a group of people to talk games with. Um. That's it. And nice. now we. 
it now it's come to the point where I was on a panel about um, about uh, hatred in the gaming community at PAX East. Uh, um, we got our we got our first we got our media credentials, nice. Um, and uh, it led to uh, it led to a lot of friendships with people that I had followed for a long time in the gaming industry, uh, which is so it's kind of amazing to see. It just it literally just started in my basement here, and it, it's it was it's kind of amazing to see what's happened with it and and, and how it's grown. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's awesome. I mean, we're st we're still small, but then again, I don't want to be. I don't want to be like you know PewDiePie levels of, of <laughs> because you know we we've got a we've got a we've got a a very very uh, passionate localized um, audience who comes into our chat every week and there's no bullshit there's no toxicity mm -hmm. people just come mm -hmm. in there and they know that they will one get the truth and mm -hmm. two they won't get any fanboy bullshit. Listen, we appreciate you, man. And um, at the end of the day, like I said, it doesn't matter about the size, about you know what you're talking about, and um, definitely respect that. You know, I've seen a lot of your interviews. I also wanted to shout out. Uh, you you were at I think if it, call me if it was PAX or, or some gaming show, and Pax you had yes, and you had uh, one of the devs from uh, Blaster Master Zero, which is one of my favorite Switch yep. games. I was really impressed. I, yeah. I like this. Blaster Master was awesome. We we yeah. we got to interview him, and we got to interview uh, the lead dev for Shovel Knight. Um, and a, a bunch of a bunch of other really cool titles. Uh, we got to talk to some people from Devolver, uh, which was really cool. Um, and if you if you tune into our show, which uh, I'll give a shameless plug here, which uh, please plug, please plug, sir. SDGC goes live uh, every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. We've mm -hmm. had people, uh, just a few of the guests we've had on. We've had on people from Naughty Dog, people from Housemark. We've had on. Uh, if you guys watch Easy Allies, we've had Kyle. Uh, Kyle Bossman and Mike Huberon, yes. uh, Jason Schreier, um, Susan Arndt, uh, Mike Laidlaw. Poke your chest out, little negative. Tell, talk, to, talk that to uh, uh, We've had uh, Mike Laidlaw, who's, who, who was the creative director of Dragon Age. Um, mm. So yeah, we, we've had a, Mike Huber's going to be on here again in a few weeks. He's a, he's, nice. That'll be his fifth time on the podcast. Nice. Um, so yeah, yeah, we've, we, yeah if, uh, if you guys want some good gaming talk and uh, no, no bullshit, uh, just Absolutely. Go, go subscribe to our channel. We'd appreciate that. Much appreciate. And shout out also, I want to shout out to you guys. Uh, Matt Piscatella is on your show a lot. And I like to mm -hmm. tune in for that when you guys do the MPD. Also, great stuff, education. You get to learn a lot, especially trends in the industry. And it's as far as how things are selling and digital and stuff. So it's really cool. Really appreciate what you're doing out there. Lord I appreciate negative. that, man. No doubt. And of course, Lord Tolbert's in the building, his first time on the show. So we got a little recap of him, a little where he started, you know, and with his video game history, history, you know, the young buck and what led him over to uh, Real Games Media. Okay, well, let's see if I can give a really, really condensed version really quick then. <laughs> um, I started gaming pretty much as soon as, or maybe even before I could walk and talk. I was Ooh. playing Age of Empires. I think for at my fifth birthday on my computer. Ooh, salute to Lord Lord Talbot's parents. Salute to those parents. <laughs> <laughs> that was my history. That was my history for my first few years, right? Very formulative. That's probably where I get my love of RTS games from. Nice. And I fell in love with Age of Empires. Then it was Civilization. Then it was whatever free stuff I could run on the Civilization's computer. Civilization's my shit. <laughs> oh, and oh right, and then uh, Civilization Two was brutal. That that was no joke, even on the easier difficulties. And then. Yeah. My first console was an original Xbox. Mm -hmm. First game I ever played on it was Battlefront 2. The original, mm -hmm. not the EA money hogging version. Legit. Not the loot box special? <laughs> With actual space battles and actual landing inside of enemy ships and <laughs> oh, Galactic Conquest. It was great stuff. 
played uh, that with my brothers. Then from there, of course, yeah, because it was playing, an Xbox that led to Halo, Republic Commando, and the rest is history. Playing Battlefront the these days is pretty much playing the cliff notes of the old ones. <laughs> <laughs> very shiny, very shiny polished very cliff notes, right? Looks delicious to me. Looks delicious. <laughs> yes, because you like shallow. flashy things. Yeah, oh, I do. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. you. Like dull things. Hey, hello. How are you? Continue, continue, Lord Sam. Uh, no problem. And so, RGM. Uh, let's see. It was about. Wait a minute. It was actually a year ago, almost to this day, maybe a little mm. bit more. I'm trying to remember that I was in a party talking with Bella, who's one of my really, really, really good friends. Mm. We've known each other for a while now, and I, I was talking about being out of a job recently, and that I was looking to do something with writing because I got beyond top marks in all my English classes. And she was like, well, have you considered any sort of games industry writing? I was like, yeah, but have you tried getting an internship at some of these places? It's, you're lucky if they even throw a glance your way. And she's like, hold that thought. Give me a moment and I'll get back to you on that. Day yes. later, I'm talking to Julius as well, who's another of the co-founders at RGM. Yeah, start, they, they start me off, I think, writing one or two articles every week, just some very low-level indie game reviews. Mm -hmm. And before I know it, I'm at E3, jumping around, talking to developers like Don't Nod Entertainment, nice. who are working on Vampire, Ooh. Cyanide, yeah, a long way in just a few months. It was it was crazy. It was a little surreal. I'm still suffering a little whiplash, but it's awesome. <laughs> Actually met, of course, Lord Cognito there, Absolutely. dancing around trying to find each other. That was great. Absolutely. You know, seeing all these incredible developers and publishers and everything they're working on. I got to see a private showing of Days Gone and some mm. of the stuff going on there. It's it was interesting, you know, and just I could talk about all that all day, but I've gone a long way and I'm sure I've got a long way to go, but I'm loving it. it. I, you know, I enjoy it. You know, I have a passion for the industry. There is a lesson. There is a lesson here. There is a lesson here. And, and, and this is the lesson. Both Sam and myself, the reality is, is we are, we are reasoned, mature individuals who just want to talk games. Um, I, am, I am harsh with my opinions, but I am not cruel with my opinions. Sam is a very mature, uh, reasonable individual who is level-headed and speaks uh, intelligently and plainly. Um, and this is the reason that developers and journalists engage with us and not with others Absolutely. sections of the fan base. Mm -hmm. um, so pretty so, much. Let, let, let me let me state. So please, I'm the equivalent of you to this podcast, and Sam's the equivalent to Cognito of that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you are not level-headed. You're not equivalent. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Stop equalizing yourself to other people. You're you. Is just the mascot. <laughs> I'm done. Continue. Look, but, you know, this show was going like, on you know, without you, right? You know, fanboys from every side of the, from every walk of life, you know, from whatever, no matter what console they are, why doesn't so and so engage with me? And why doesn't so, why does so and so get, this is why. Mm hmm. Yeah, this yeah. is why people people want to have, especially people in the industry, want to have intelligent conversations. Not they don't want to shout at each other. Absolutely. Um, so so if if you want to get recognized by people that you are fans of in the industry, just be kind. Be kind. I mean, I, 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 valid points, and I think you just nailed it, Lord Megadeth. I mean, that's why, like I said here at the Iron Lord Podcast, we definitely try to promote that atmosphere. You know, we want to be kind to each other. We want to respect each other. You know, we keep the language to a minimum. You know, we don't want to offend too many people, but we're going to have fun. We're going to have a good time. And yeah, really I, want, I, I, mm -hmm. I want to point that out. So, hey, if I'm going to do my best to tuck it back, but I was also, <laughs> I was also a Marine. 
I know. So, I so and I, I, every fifth word that comes out of my mouth is a swear word. So I'm going to do my best, man. I'm going to do my no best. Negative. I respect you, and I know the effort is there. That's all I can. <laughs> <laughs> my man. Darn effort. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> and we we had some formal reasons to get busy, so we we know. Shout out to uh, Lord Lord Bill Stillwell. Yeah. There's a reason that SDGC goes live at nine instead of like- <laughs> SDGC after dark. <laughs> oh, we also got. Looks like we got a man in the building snuck yeah. in the back door. Lord Brat, what's going on, sir? Gentlemen, what is going on? Oh is, shit, uh, Enrique. <laughs> yes, Enrique. I just want to say it is a pleasure, and Lord King, I have upgraded, my friend. I know. Well, I bet official. you have. What you upgraded? What you did? What you did? Uh, you went did. out, got a 4K TV yesterday. Thank wait, you. Boy, Enrique, I tell you what, don't, man. Don't, 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 don't be stroking this man's ego. Okay, you bought that because you wanted it, not because he suggested Whoa, it. Whoa, time out, time out. I, I don't care why he brought it. See, there you go. That's my man right there. Who, he, he went out and he upgraded. Let's wait, go. is that Adder? He's he's up? He's he he's right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank wow. you. This is what I'm talking about. Wow. Thank you. See, Attic, I'm going to tell you, guys you, man, are like you, have, you, guys you have are like a that. reputation, You guys bro. are like that person that like, <laughs> just keeps like, hitting the person that's knocked out. Like, the yeah, joke is old, but you, you guys down, keep bro. doing it. I got hey. your back, Lord. Don't worry. I, I'm happy you're here. John, <laughs> uh, John I'll joke aside. I, I drove by Walmart, and I, and I immediately thought of your impersonation. You guys make me just want to get this Benadryl right now. <laughs> I, I just have to give a shout out at this moment. I know Hot Monkeys Loving is, is in church. I know you was gonna listen right now. Shout out to Hot Lo- Monkeys Loving and my mouth. boy uh, David Rodriguez for picking up this uh, the Samsung Q9s. Uh, mm-hmm. I went with David actually to the store to pick up his, and Monkey was uh, recommended the television. Shout out to you guys for going out to get it, and also nice. shout out to. Um, Oh, oh man, uh, I'm gonna get his name again because I know name. he picked up right. his, his, his television. Uh, shout out to everybody out here that's doing the thing. I really appreciate shout you guys. Out to Lord King on this 4K TV movement, Lord Brap, what did you pick up um, on the uh, 4K front? Just so we know. So I just I I, I went budget this time. Um, okay, mm-hmm. I went with the TCL. Smart. Okay, Smart. yeah, that's 55 right. inch. Got a lot Ooh, of recommendations go. for people who've picked it up or read about it. And I, mm-hmm. you know, did my homework on it. I mean, it's uh, it's got some good reviews. Um, yeah, and yeah. yeah, it's uh, is it all set up? Or is the yeah, HDR gloriousness the the in low input lag that 4K resolution? Is it all set up for it all its is. glory? It Ooh. is, and uh, I I can't stop playing Assassin's Creed now. Nice, Thank you. nice. It came about that combat though. Oh. Yeah, the combat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's John, I, I agree with you 100. percent The combat's not the greatest, but yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I'm actually in agreement with that. So that's yeah. cool. So uh, we got the Lords in the front. We got a full house now. And uh want to get into really quickly, just a uh, brief. I know it's been uh, Black Friday and everything and mm-hmm. a lot of uh, holiday eating and good times. But did any of the Lords get a chance to play anything? So let's start with Lord Megative. Uh, what have you been playing this week? Oh, okay. Uh, so I played about 10 hours of Assassin's Creed, but that combat is just crap, so I stopped doing it. Um, it's just clunky, doesn't it? Like It, it does. It, it, it does. Clunky. But then again, like Sam and Enrique will tell you, I'm a I'm a Dark Souls purist. So I, mm. I, I and, and blood. So I'm a I'm a Souls guy. So you know, if there's a if there is Souls similar combat in a game, I'm going to hold it up to Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Um, mm. And most games just can't hold the candle to that. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I have been playing uh, Fire Emblem Warriors. I'm about 20 hours mm. into that. I'm really enjoying it. Nice. Um, 
I what else am I playing? Uh, I've I've finished so many games this year; it's unbelievable. I'm actually playing. Uh, I'm actually right now. I'm I'm not playing anything that I bought on Black Friday. I'm replaying uh, Valkyria Chronicles on PS4. Nice. Um, Val and I love Valkyria. If you've never played Valkyria Chronicles and you're a fan of real-time strategy or um, or or, SR or SRPGs, Valkyria Chronicles is a fantastic game. Um, and then. Uh, I am. I mean, I'm juggling. I've got. I picked up Axiom Verge uh, Multiverse Edition on uh, nice. Switch. Uh, I played through Axiom Verge like 15 billion times. Um, I'm trying so hard not to swear right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally, we love you, love Megan. We love you. <laughs> I, like, my face, trying not to swear. Um, <laughs> um, I, mean, I am juggling, and that that is the that is what the beauty and the curse of 2017 is that there are so many great games that have come out yeah. this year. It is almost impossible. To I mean I just in October I finished uh, Devil Within Two, uh, Wolfenstein Two, uh, Destiny Two. Um, I mean, there's, it's unbelievable how many good games there are. And then of course in a week we have Xenoblade Chronicles Two comes out, and that will be the entirety of my December probably. Yeah, nice, nice, good lineup, man. I like I like what you're doing out there, Lord Sam. What have you been playing this week? Oh, good lord. Um, okay, so I haven't <laughs> been playing quite as much as I would have liked to, simply because I'm in finals prep right now, so crunch mm -hmm. time. Time is limited, but I did man. make a little raid on the Xbox Black Friday sales. I got both the Evil Within games, and then I got Dishonored 2 and Dishonored Death of the Outsider. So I've been Ooh. chewing into those right now. I still need I'm going to try Death of the Outsider, yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to try and get a review of the Evil Within 2 up. No promises mm -hmm. sometime, nice. maybe next week when I finish that one. I'm loving the first one right now, though. Okay. I just made it to Chapter yeah, 7. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Good combat, very excellent enemy design. Sebastian may be the dullest survival horror protagonist I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I missed that. Who is the dullest survival horror protagonist? Sebastian may be. Oh, he no, no, yeah, you're absolutely, yeah, like, I love Sebastian's reactions, like, in the first Evil Within, like, something horrific will happen, and he'll say, like, Right, right. We must be losing our minds. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> or you've got this six-armed, you know, stringy-haired ghost girl chasing after you, he's like, Something's wrong with this place. Yeah, no kidding, Sherlock. Yes, you really the next point deduction. I mean, come on. Something's really like no, yeah, like there could be there could be like a corpse growing out of another corpse, chasing him down a hallway, and he's like, "There's something seriously wrong with this place." <laughs> yeah, Lord. I say that, every, but but like like I just want to. This is a scene that almost nobody will see in the Evil Within. The it's incredibly well hidden. But there's one scene you've got to go. Like there's like 30 minutes of backtracking to get to it. This is just to get to Sam's point. But these guys know how to put humor in their games, too. Um, there's a scene, like, you go back to O'Neill, and, and he says, I'm not going out there. There's It's evil out there. And then Sebastian says, yeah, but there's evil within, too. And then oh, they, no. And then, they both, no. And, then they break, and then they break the fourth wall, and they both look at the player like this. No. And, they go, and, and then the game continues. Had a bunch of fun with that. It's That's wonderful. hilarious. That's, That's good. Hilarious. But yeah, so I've been digging my teeth into those. I'm really looking forward to getting to the second one because I'm a huge fan of survival horror. I'm also loving Dishonored 2. It's everything I loved about the first one, and then it's perfected. Arcane are some of the best level designers I'm aware of. They know how to make players want to use their powers, want to explore. They know how to make a good movement system. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's I could sing the praises of that game all day. Nice. Uh, I've also been playing quite a bit of Total War Warhammer 2 because the Mortal Empires update just came out. So that's been a lot of fun just seeing thousands upon thousands of mythical soldiers blasting each other to pieces. It's good yeah. for stress relief, you know? Yeah. Uh, quick, one anchor man in the chat asks, how, how old is this this Lord Sam guy? He said, is he a young buck of the Lords? Lord, Lord Anchorman's in the chat. 
I'm I mean, 21. I mean, technically, if anybody's a, if anybody's the young wolf, it's Sam. Yeah, he he's got you beat, Lord Attic. He's the younger wolf, the youngest wolf. <laughs> he's a pup. new pup on the block. The youngest <laughs> yeah. new pup on the block. Uh, it's whatever. You can have that. <laughs> I mean, do, do I need to sign anything? Where, where do I need to sign? I'll, I'll get I'll get the uh, statement from the court later on. No. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, those are the major games I've been playing right now. I also have been. I recently got Thousand Out of a Thousand in Shadow of War. Really enjoyed that. Wow. That is a premium game on the X. Mm-hmm. Like you can play it on any other console on even the you know PS4 Pro, and then play it on the X, and you can tell where the work was really put in. And, and the best and thing the about it. Is this yeah, a good game? yeah, it's it's good. The combat is great. I love it. There's some interesting story twist in the third act. Um, had a lot of fun with that. I've also been suffering through Cuphead. I'm suffering. I'm suffering. No, no, I'm having a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. It's a blast. It's just if you don't get the patterns down, these bosses are yes! they will chew you up and they'll spit you out. Stop but I only have a few left. I've only got a couple left, I think, based off of mm-hmm. where I am so far. So, mm-hmm. and. Uh, that's pretty much it. Cool, man. Cool. Lohasov is, is, is that is that? Yeah, you see, this is what I'm talking yeah. about. You understand when when oh, the call goes out. Vacationing from Aloha. When, when the call <laughs> goes out, the lords show up. Thank you. Is that a shot towards me? Robotic. Am I coming in robotic? No, you're so, you're so no, you good. Is he at the Macy's Day Parade? What's going on? I'm in a mall in, in Ponce, Puerto Rico, and it's Christmas Whoa! time, so you know it's always a party. It's always a party going on. Are they handing out cookies? Are they handing that out? Not quite yet. <laughs> Give another hour or so. Yeah, it'll, it'll be going down. Lord Sarp, your neck, your neck is very sparkling right now. You're giving us yes. a great view. <laughs> oh, hold on. There you yeah. go. Hold on. There you there, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See that face. There we go. My man, appreciate you, bro. I didn't think we'd hear for you, but it's always good to have Saul, the most technical gaming lord in the building. I heard my ears ringing. I heard my ears ringing. He heard me me shout him out. There we go, baby. You got got the coke in your hand? What's going on? What what we got? No, it's too early for that, man, but in a little while. Don't worry about that. Okay, okay. (laughs) We're glad to have you for as much as as we can have you. a few minutes, yeah, because it's a little crazy over here, so I don't want to, I just want to jump in say what's up to the guys no um, doubt yeah so what are we talking about right now what's what's the topic we're, we're just on, doing on intros right man now. we got we got brap in the building we just we finished up what the lords are playing and we're gonna, we gonna touch that uh that net neutrality we're gonna touch oh, that man so first of all yeah a lot of love to mr negative brap who else is on today we got sam, oh, sam. Taylor from RGM. Lord, sam yeah. yeah what's up guys what's going on what's up man um I'll put my two cents in real quick on net neutrality. Uh, GameStop is probably really happy. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I, I think all of those uh, physical sales are gonna start skyrocketing when people can't pay pay for internet. So yeah, uh, it's, it's gonna be something. It's gonna be for something. For all of us who jumped in on the digital end, I mean, it's gonna cost if that happens to be the case. It's gonna cost us. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's very, very scary times as much as, uh, you know, a lot of us are fighting, fight for loot boxes and microtransactions. This is probably one of the most scary things that could possibly potentially affect gamers. So it's just something that we definitely want to bring to the light. And uh, speak, speaking of which, uh, Lord Saul, we had last week's poll that was mm-hmm. up. And uh, the question was, with the removal of microtransactions from uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, EA has stated that they will return in the future and changes are made to the game. 
is this acceptable? So the winner at 58% in a very emotional poll was the no. Keep those damn microtransactions. <laughs> I think I agree. Like if you remove them already, no, mm-hmm. you have to figure it out without it. Um, yeah. I think see EA EA. I'm gonna use my favorite word, egregious. <laughs> they've been the ones that have been most egregious about how they implement them. I think Activision. If you look at Call of Duty, and mm-hmm. even if you look at the sneaky stuff they did with Destiny, like mm-hmm. in, in terms of like progression and stuff like that in XP. They've, they're trying to figure out sneaky ways of getting it around the gamer. It's just the truth about it. Like, it's not right. something, it's something you got to try to hide as best you can. And EA has not been good about that. They've been like, you know what, this is what it is. And you got to hold that. And, and, you know, people spoke with their wallets. And, and, yeah. and it's not going down. So I don't think it, for, for that game in particular, you don't bring that back. Yeah, just, so coming, yeah, coming in at second place. At 32% was the uh, the yes group. It's the microtransactions way overblown. And at third place in shallow 10%, those shallow 10% guys, they said, when can they get their premium Darth Vader, though? That, that was, was me. <laughs> that was Lord King of the shallow group. Lord of the shallow, yes. That was me. <laughs> well, we're going to get into the heart of it. You know, we're going to get into of these topics and I get soft. Thing. I don't know how long we got you, but we're going to really yeah, dive I'm deep. I'm going to bounce out now. Yeah, I figured we're going to bounce out. But I'm glad, I'm glad you was able enjoy, to make that stay, Enjoy, stay safe, and love you, brother. Love you, bro. Love you too, man. Yeah. You guys enjoy. I'll see you guys next week. Absolutely. Yeah, Shout out to Lady Soft, too. No doubt. <laughs> I get it. Later. Later, guys. So, um, yeah, so pretty much uh, we're going to dive into the meat of it. Um, We're going to really hit net neutrality hard. So, um, obviously, this is, uh, you know, a hot topic right now. And, you know, something I wanted to bring to the round table because uh, I don't really feel it's getting enough, you know, light. And shout out to Brat for coming through because let me tell you, man, Brat killed it. One of his latest rants, y'all. If y'all haven't been paying yeah. attention, check out Brap's latest rant regarding net neutrality. And, you know, for those living under a rock, you know, net neutrality is basically the principle that, you know, all Internet ISPs, you know, they must treat their data and not discriminate as far as the Internet content website and stuff so that everything kind of gets, you know, addressed freely. So under those principles, you know, no one would be able to throttle, block or slow down specific websites or online content. So as we know, this coming in December is um, it's pretty much is, is in jeopardy of being threatened. And uh, I know the, here we at the ILP, we try not to get too political. You know, we respect everyone. Everyone's got their different views. But as far as gaming, I felt this was something that we should talk about. And um, at the end of the day, it's something that does affect gamers. So I'm going to actually start off with Lord Megative first because I, I got Brap. I'm going to get Brap in because he's he's the expert. He's one of the, the leaders of the movement. But I want to start oh, yeah. with Lord Megative first. And what do you feel about what's going on, you know, and your input on this whole net neutrality thing? Well, first of all, I just want to say there's 31 people watching this right now and only 20 likes. So come on, guys. Yes, let's, please. Let's, let's up it up a bit. Let's do that. Um, I am not convinced that 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 this repeal of net neutrality is actually going to happen. Um, I, I, it has been, let's just say a long time since I have seen anything so roundly condemned uh, by every, you know, everybody. I, I, I almost said the F word there. <laughs> um, <laughs> by, I had to stop myself. Um, I, it, has been, it has been years since I've seen something so roundly condemned by everybody. And interestingly enough, in a year in 2017 where people are so divided uh, in this country, um, you know, between the right and the left, like this is the one thing <laughs> that seems to be bringing everybody together is their 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 mutual disdain and and unhappiness about the repeal of net neutrality. Um, and let's face it, if 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 net neutrality goes away, I mean that's bad for 
everybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and people don't really understand what that means, you know. Yes. So, so if you don't know what net neutrality is, basically, you, you know, this is what keeps this is the this is the First Amendment of the internet, basically. Mm -hmm. um, it is it, it it protects our rights. Um, but it keeps companies, conglomerates like Comcast, for example. We all know how bad Comcast is. Yeah, sorry, we started on them. Mm -hmm. um, it keeps Comcast, for example, from reducing the bandwidth for for your Netflix in order to promote their own streaming service. Mm -hmm. uh, with net neutrality gone, Comcast, can, for example, can charge you your ISP more to access one website as opposed to another. Um, they can block websites completely on a whim if they want to, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about any of this. Uh, and and Comcast companies on Comcast are already bad enough. They've already got more than enough power because in many swaths of the country, like mine, they are the sole they are the sole option you have uh, yeah. for for internet and cable services. So dealing with these people are, is, are it's it's already bad enough. But if net neutrality goes away, I mean honestly, I mean. These companies, not and not just these companies, but you know, as, like companies like Verizon and and uh, you know, cell phone companies, they can charge whatever they want for internet, whatever they want for internet access. There is no, there is no flat rate anymore. That's that's gone. Um, and, and I am not sure. I am not convinced that it's actually going to happen because it is so roundly unpopular. Um, yeah. And and if it does happen, there will be there will be a blowback like you have never seen exactly exactly um, i mean I, I, hope, I hope you're right man because i hope i am too i mean that that might just be the that might just be what you know what what little hope i have left after 2017. <laughs> um, yeah. please you've taken 2017 you've taken every please don't take this come on <laughs> i'll feel you i'll feel you bad enough we got trump in the white house please don't 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 let it end like this the part um, that the part but, that Go ahead. The part, the part that kills me about this whole net neutrality thing is like, I don't understand how a situation is being brought back up that you have these ISPs like saying they, you know, like the only definition to not do it is, oh, we won't do it. We promise. Like, I don't even understand it, it why this nothing. is being brought exactly. up. It means like, nothing. I don't even understand yeah. why this is being brought up. Like, why is this even an issue? <clears throat> like, like, you money. know money people that's what i'm saying you money. know people are putting some serious money behind this to get this if people are putting up this kind of money to even have this brought up it, it, it's with bad intentions I, I hate to interject lord eggman has a question for lord king he said that this shouldn't be an issue with you lord king for paying for more for premium internet Whoa. I am <laughs> you know it it, it wouldn't be an issue for That's the 1%, but let me explain how it is an issue for all. When um, a net neutrality uh, was first uh, imposed in Obama, I, I don't want to get into the whole political yeah, we'll, stuff. We'll I really the don't really do it. Mm -hmm. But when he uh, championed that and that was signed and that was put in, that was a safeguard against what was going to happen and what was happening, you know, the practices that was was happening. If you notice that um, you started getting lower uh, cell phone bills, they had to like do this whole uh, um, unlimited thing. And, you know, it got a little bit better as far as your wallet pretty, went. Um, it, and yeah, go ahead. It pretty much like made like all the other you know your power bill all these people have to follow a guideline and all that right. all net neutrality did is it made them follow internet as the same guideline right it made everybody play nice now um 
when it comes to your wallet, and, and this is what I'm, my fear is. Okay, everybody's, and we should be afraid for the video games, right? But mm -hmm. I buy physical Absolutely. as as well as digital. All right. Um. So the fear is in the digital realm, but my fear is back to the cell phones. Mm. Once it gets to the point where they say, "Okay, well, the restraints is off of us," that we can go back to these crazy prices when you were paying, you know, four hundred dollars for two cell phones before. Remember mm. that was uh, a reality before. Now mm. your your bills have lowered; they will mm. skyrocket right back up mm. because they will be able to uh, enforce uh, a certain bandwidth on you. Mm -hmm. And when um. Lord scary, Requenio, scary tears, <laughs> tear this. Right. Shout out to Lord Brat with the the dude bro tear. Mike might show up possibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, your, for your 4K speeds. And, and you know what's funny is people that have contracts like those contracts will 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 expire eventually. Like yeah, just because no just, yeah, just because you sign into a fixed price, don't mean that contract will last the rest of your life. <laughs> no, like I, like I I I don't want to understate the 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 danger of of taking that neutrality away but at the same time i also think there's a danger in overstating what will happen do i think it's the end of the internet as we know it do i think it's the do i think it's the internet apocalypse no probably not um it, I, I, my concern is just one giving these giving these one or two entities even more power than they already have over yes the, yeah. and, yes. And, and 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 two i mean you know, look for the middle class. It's probably going to be fine for the for you know for the for the people who don't make as much money some other people do. It's going to be a problem, mm -hmm. and and you know so that that is my concern. I am more concerned about people who who are not as fortunate. Yeah, when it comes yeah. down to it, you know, there's a lot of these people that you know they still have when it comes to consumer friendly. They still like to be consumer friendly, but a lot of these companies they're not the majority. They're not the Comcast. They're not the the horizons these companies are going to find any way and you know we can't say for a hundred percent that these companies are going to do us dirty but it's like these companies haven't done anything in the past 10 years to show us that they wouldn't mm -hmm. i'll tell you they what though this is dirty i'll tell you what though i'll tell you what though if net neutrality goes away this is a golden opportunity for some small service provider to be like hey we're not going to chart. We're not going to do any of this junk. Right. Be the people's know? champions. Exactly. Yeah. And, and 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 so you know, there's a you know, there's a sunny spot to every you know, you know, to every storm cloud. But mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just that's just the the, the hopeful part of me coming out again. No, but where you coming from? I where you coming yeah. from? I want to get uh, Lord Lord Sam on this. I want to get his viewpoint before I pass it over to Lord Brat. Everything that has been said here, you know, it's been said and it's been said more eloquently than I can put it on a dime's nose. But I will say this. The fact is you don't – it's easy to see the intent of many of these major conglomerates and companies when they're saying, we're not going to change anything. We're still committed to providing internet the exact same way. It's like saying, okay, we don't intend to murder anybody. Right? Okay, so we can keep murder illegal, right? That's still assault charges. That's all good. Oh, no, no. That, that law needs to go away. But mm -hmm. we still don't intend to murder anybody. It's no, it doesn't make any sense. The very fact that you want it to go away at all shows what intent you have. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, no, absolutely. The, the, the moment a law is being uh looked at to be overturned that is anti-consumer, you know, you know, it, it, it's it's not a good thing. It's it, it's like I said earlier, it's got clear 
bad intent. intentions. Right. There's no way around it. It's got clear bad intentions. Regardless, it's like the gaming industry. You you let them get away with a little bit, they keep inching their way back up the, the habitual line stepping. Yeah. And it's not just that. The biggest issue for me, at least, is the fact that I think John pointed this out as well. These companies are so close to monopolies or duopolies. Yes. Oh, they have monopolies. Yes. It's just, it's legal. They've made yeah. arrangements with the the United States government over here. I don't know how it is in other you know countries. Like they have legit monopolies, but they are completely legal because they have completely separated the entire country and districts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, anytime the FCC comes out and says, "Well, here's the reason we're doing this," but the, the, I mean, the only the only response you need, and the reason that you know this isn't this is insidious, is just ask the question, "Why? Exactly. Why get rid of it?" Exactly. No why? Why not leave it as is? Yeah. If it's and, not and, harming it, anything, and you don't intend to change it, why does it need to go? Exactly. And the other exactly. thing that I don't think is also getting pointed out is that you know, you know, the, the if you want to play devil's advocate and you say, okay, well, if it goes through, what's the big deal? You know, open market. You know, that kind of bit. You know, there's a lot of areas where people don't necessarily have another good com competition as far from an ISP perspective to switch to. Oh, that's so, half the nation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait, so you're, I know, put it, I, I'm just going to speak for myself. When I first moved from, you know, New York to Jersey city. And when I was stuck with Comcast, like I was trying to get out of that. There was no other competitive ISP that I could switch to. So I was kind of like forced to bend to their will until that kind of came about. And even so then that was still kind of hard. So there's a lot of people in those situations where they really can't switch. <laughs> you know, you know, the lines are kind of controlled by a bigger entity, you know, kind of thing. So that my you got my area. Comcast is going to be the only provider for any time soon. Yeah. You know, uh, Google, you know, they're not coming around here. I, for the most part, they've slowed up on their production. They still build, but, you know, they're not coming to a little area like mine. Mm -hmm. Verizon, they're here, but they don't have their, you know, their Vios or anything here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're mainly just a cell phone provider here. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, Comcast is it. It's all the all. That's it. The, the, the all be all. And the funny part about that whole scenario is I'm pretty sure the reason that, you know, Comcast is the only person here is because probably Comcast is paid to be the only person here. Yeah. And it's, just, it's, it's like one of those things, like you said, you know, it's just like, you know, if you're upset with Comcast, where realistically can you go? Right. Like, where can exactly where is this competitive market? That, you know, we're going to go to dish. <laughs> exactly. So I want to get Lord Brap in here because uh, he is the man right now. Like he, Let me get my popcorn. <laughs> yes, yes. I listened man. to that rant, so let's go. It let's was one it. of the most beautiful, eloquent Thank rants, you. and I really don't think you get enough credit for actually spearheading that movement, making gamers aware, stop fighting over foolishness, fanboy stuff, mm -hmm. you know, whose system is better. Let's talk about what's important. So, Lord Brap, the floor is yours. Talk to us about this net neutrality thing, man. Yeah, no, you know, I, I've been very outspoken about this because I've seen people argue over, I'm seeing it with Black Friday sales now. Um, I'm seeing it, you know, with over plastic boxes, over resolution. And I'm like, you know, guys, this is, you know, take all that negative energy and channel it towards something positive like this. Like, mm -hmm. pay attention. And I, and I said this on my podcast. I said, there's this. There's no coincidence that this vote is taking place December fourteenth. Yep. Mm -hmm. Talk like, about that. Mm -hmm. Because everyone, everyone right now is focused on shopping, trying to hold, holidays. We're trying distracted. To hold on holiday. Yeah, yeah, we're distracted. So distracted. I think the last one was took around this place too. 
Oh, was it? I I, yeah, I, I, think I, I last remember. time I think when it was enforced, it was took around this time too. Okay. Yeah, but but I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised they're doing this this time of year, and that's why we have to pay attention to what's going on because, like everyone has said on this podcast, and and I agree with you, John. I don't think it's the death of the internet, um, or you know, this is the internet apocalypse. But I do think this is going to have a negative impact, not just on consumers, but on possible um, internet startups. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, look. Comcast goes out on Twitter and I hammer them because they're like, "Oh, we're not going to throttle anyone." I'm like, "Yes, you guys have. You guys, if you have to, if you have to come out and say it, like, say it so strongly, then, 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 yeah, you probably will." Yeah, exactly. And, and the thing is, they they already have. They they've already have. Yeah, yeah. They did it to uh -huh. Netflix in 2014. Netflix had to pay Comcast extra money. The, the sum of the the amount wasn't ever disclosed. I just feel like that should be illegal. Like that's <laughs> blackmail, pretty much. It that's is illegal. It's Strong illegal comment. right now it's until they right change now. the regulations. And but then when, like, when, when, when it comes out, goes, yeah, it just I, it makes blackmail. It make it makes blackmail legal. And the yeah. funny thing about it is when you look at it from a perspective, you know, people are just looking at it from like, you know, the Internet provider perspective. It, it goes bigger than that. Let's say that, you know, Comcast is is being hit up by Sony. He was like, we don't like uh, Microsoft. Look, slow, put them in the slow lane. And Microsoft got to pay some money to get in that fast lane again. Guess who? Guess who they're going to put that cost to? They're they taking it. They're going to they're going to. Increase the the cost of Xbox Live or increase the cost of Game Pass, something to accommodate that money they just dished out to Comcast. Yeah, and you know Verizon did the same thing to Netflix. They they throttle them, and uh -huh. and Netflix had to pay Verizon. So these companies are a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, and and look, and they tried to do this back in two thousand five. AT and T, mm -hmm. some other telecom and cable companies got together and they tried to create toll lanes, like fast lanes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 2011, Verizon, uh, T-Mobile, mm -hmm. um, and I think AT&T, they, they partnered with Discover to create a, um, uh, uh, a wallet app for their phones. And at that point, Google had already released Google Wallet. Verizon actually blocked the Google Wallet app. Yes, because when they were trying to do their own comp competing thing, correct? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So these companies have a history of doing this, which is why it's so important for us to Seriously, I mean, I've already I've I've called my local Congress representative, my congressman, um, voicing my um, you know my my displeasure against the possible you know um, uh, then possibly overturning net neutrality. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm I'm just I'm telling everyone just do it. Just it, it just takes a quick phone call. Mm -hmm. um, there's a couple of websites out there. I don't remember them off the top of my head. Yeah. That you can go to as well, um, some petition Absolutely. sites, and then yeah, I'll put the I'll put the links in the description at the end of, in the show because it, again, it's, it's one of those things that again, like we gamers, we tend to galvanize over all these other things, and you know, just you know, we understand the Star Wars loot box thing, we get it, you know, we understand microtransactions, we get it, but the way I look at it, you know, you know, and Lord uh, Lord Brad, you made some great points, is just like especially in this this era of 4K gaming and the Xbox yeah. One X and huge downloads. Think about, forget about even 4K, like if you just think about the size of games right now, think about you know having that throttled and data caps and stuff like that, and being forced into a potential tier added to your bill per month if you want to continue doing what you've already been doing <laughs> you know so, so it, it's one of those things that again you know i agree with law negative though i don't want to like fear monger and i don't want to like you know oh my god it's the end of the world no you know what i'm saying 
business will go on, things will ha- still continue, but there might be changes that affect you as a gamer. And this is something that we definitely need to bring to light. And I really appreciate what SDGC and, and BRAP are doing with this because, you know, this is the things we need to be talking about, right? Like yeah. these are the things that need to be put a light on and stop yeah. focusing on foolishness. You and know, the other I- thing, the other two things I was going to say is that you got to remember something with these companies like Verizon, Comcast, they're media companies too. Uh, Comcast owns NBC. Yes. Verizon owns media. Verizon owns Yahoo. Mm-hmm. They own the Huffington Post. Yes. Yeah, they bought all, all of AOL's media uh, companies that, that AOL owned. Verizon mm-hmm. bought those. So we have to think about that. To think about the – like these guys are going to obviously push the companies they own because they want to make money at the end of the day. I mean, when it comes down to it, like, you know, people, I see people on Twitter saying you can't really say the world's going to end just because I'm like, you can't. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we can't, it's not our job to, you know, enforce anything on these companies. We are consumers and we can do anything we want when it comes to, if anyone's going to screw us when it comes to that. The problem is is the problem is, is that 90% of consumers don't care. Yeah. Facts. No, you're right. That's why, that's why, I mean, that's why we have loot boxes. That's why we have microtransactions. These things are there because, because people pay for them and we can scream and holler on social media all day about vote with your wallet, vote with your wallet. But the simple truth is that 90% of, this is just an example, 90% of the, of the gaming, of gaming consumers or casual gamers who are not on social media and, and don't have, don't have time and have money to burn. Um, which is, that's why loot, that's why this stuff is here. And that's why, that's why net neutrality is in danger of going away is because people are either uninformed Mm -hmm. or, or they just don't care. And they don't care. They say, okay, well, I'll pay a few extra dollars, whatever it's going to be. You can't even really like blame, you know, the the customers these days, because like when it comes down to it, there's a good amount of casuals that was born into this, into this stuff. Like, they don't know anything different. They they they've been around with the loot boxes when they started gaming when they were 13, 14. Loot boxes was well in its way already. <laughs> and that's all they know. Mm-hmm. So you but know, you you're saying before everything was shipped on disc. Now um you're able to capitalize on the internet as far as microtransactions go. I mean, I'm I'm an egregious uh habitual line stepper when it comes to it. I was just in Assassin's Creed this week and trust me, um I play to win, I pay to win. And um <laughs> listen, I'm I'm not gonna lie, if I like the game, I'm gonna be in that store to get in that exclusive costume and get in that exclusive horse. And I, I've I've done it. I mean, uh, it, it is a gift and a curse, but I don't want it to be forced upon us at this period of time. You know, I have a choice. I make a choice. I don't want see Lord Requendil in in Las Vegas. He has a data cap. Mm. Right. So he pays a certain amount of money uh, for mm. X amount of data. And for more data, you have to pay $10 or $20 more. Wow. Now, I know for a fact that his will go up as soon as this uh, law is abolished. Mm-hmm. All mm. right. They're going to be like, well, remember that 20, that $10? It is $25 now. Mm-hmm. And the, Dude, it's, bro, it's those, Hi, do the voice, little brat. Do the voice. It's it's not fear mongering. It's making people aware, and a lot of people that are active on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, we are the voices for those people who aren't aware. 
because I spoke to a couple of people that had no idea idea. that they were doing this. No idea. People have no idea what's going on. It's like Lord Brab said again. It's like the thief of the night, the catching us when we're fat and happy. You know. Yes. Listen, it's forty people watching. Please hit those likes. Hit that like, y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely. We talking truth out here. And you know what? You know what's what's crazy? I just want to say one more thing about this. Um, Go for it. There's there's 22 million unique um, comments the FCC about this. Mm-hmm. Majority of those comments are are against uh, the FCC overturning net neutrality. Mm-hmm. The FCC hasn't even read um, or no. even brought this yeah. up. Of course not. There's this much like outcry against them overturning net neutrality, which is really interesting, considering that there is a. I mean, despite like you know, I, I've talked to people and because they don't um, care, you know, we talk to people who who aren't aware of it. But there is a, I think, a considerable amount of people. That are against this. I mean, the media is covering it now. There's been a lot of articles about this, so I, I see this thing gaining traction. Um, that's why. That's why I'm not convinced it's actually going to happen. I, Lord Magadav, I really hope so, man. I, I hope so. Me hope. You're giving me hope, man. I, I, I really hope so. I really hope people are, are paying attention because this is something that it's important, and especially as gamers, and this is a gaming platform, it it affects us. So, good stuff. Good stuff, lords. This is this is real good. <laughs> Move on if anyone has anything else left to exhaust on net neutrality. And we're gonna move on to our good friends at Bungie. I've got some hot takes here. Let, let, let me take a shot. Get your shots, get your drinks ready, because our good friends over at Bungie, and as you know, Iron Lord Podcast originally started as a Destiny-only podcast, and unfortunately, our good friends got their hands caught in the cookie jar. (laughs) (laughs) Reddit user uh, definitely did some uh, algorithm work and found out that they were secretly throttling and reducing XP gains. And for those who don't know, when you play Destiny 2 and you get to level 20, you reach max cap. As you continue to do activities, you continue to level, and that bar then gives you this thing called the Bright Ingram. The Bright Ingram usually consists of a lot of things, mods, uh, cosmetic stuff, emotes. There's so many things that this thing can happen. It could actually uh, consist of, but it also is something that you can easily buy from the Eververse store which is uh, <laughs> microtransactions in its finest. You can go over there, you know, for a smooth five, 10 bucks and purchase yourself some silver and get you those things that you desire that haven't been coming in RNG. So um, as this was uh, brought to the attention um, of Reddit, it went pretty viral, pretty fast. And a lot of the big uh, people in the community who actually support the game, shout out, I want to shout out two people that I'm really good friends with. Uh, Fran Marabella, he was on it, Thuggin, Duggin, a lot of my, a couple of guys from IGN that I have great relationships with, you know, and they jumped on it immediately. And um, pretty much, you know, this, I want to say pay to win, but influencing microtransactions by throttling your ability to grind the game. So as we found out, you know, literally a day later, um, Bungie released a statement, and it was kind of out of character because there wasn't a there's a, big, a weekly Bungie update that they usually do. They actually created a statement like immediately in response to the backlash that they were receiving, and pretty much said that they are going to outline changes. This is going to be uh, stopped immediately. <laughs> this this algorithm that was in place, and then next week they're going to detail some uh, some changes to community feedback and stuff like that. So I want to bring this to the round table. 
now that Bungie's been caught, the hand caught in the cookie jar as far as this XP game. So what do we think about it? And since Lord, Lord Megative, you sound like you got some hot takes. <laughs> Let's start so, off. <laughs> so I play a lot of Destiny. I, I played a lot of the first Destiny, and I, I play a lot of Destiny too. Um, while I agree that it's a it's a scummy practice, um, I don't I don't think this is the I don't think this is the the big deal that a lot of people think it is for several reasons. One, look, I, I guarantee you that, it, it, yeah, it's hilarious that they got caught and their statement was beyond beyond hilarious. Like, oh, guys, we're so sorry. We, we had no idea. Like, we, you know, <laughs> <come on. laughs> we, we didn't know. It was, a, it was somebody to put a zero in the algorithm. <laughs> These decimal places getting out I of just, control. You know, yeah, you know, you got, you know, you know, the Dewey Decimal System was out of was out of whack, and the, uh, but uh, you know, but but you know, like at the same time, I guarantee you, like if if you think for one second that there is not a game out there with microtransactions that does not have a similar system in place that has not been found yet, come on. You're right. Um, so, You're right. so, so this is not. Let's you know, this is not uh, uh, unique to to Bungie. They just got caught. Um, but, but two, like, I would have a much bigger problem with this if the Eververse had any, if like, you know, the Eververse trading store had anything other than like meaningless skins and ships that are, that do nothing, um, or or shaders, you know, so I'm like, okay, like, yeah, it's lame, but whatever. I mean, there are, there are other things I would rather Bungie focus on in Destiny 2 as far as it goes. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, people, you know, people can, people can, you know, scream to the heavens and say, you know, like, I can't believe you were trying to get me to buy shaders, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like if there were, if there were like, amazing exotic weapons in the eververse that that you know un- unbalanced like i feel like the battlefront 2 stuff was a much bigger deal yeah. um and the and like the, and of course you know the common thread that binds both of these issues together is people raised people gamers raised their voices about it and both the thing both these things were changed so in a way i feel this this is a positive situation because it proves that gamers have a voice and and people are finally starting to listen Mm-hmm. To, yeah, the, I mean, to, to the problems that gamers have with, you know, w- w- you know, with these practices. And I'm going to reserve judgment on the situation until next Wednesday and we get some more in- input as to what they're going to do with the end- to improve the end game and, you know, the loot system and the progression system. That is what I am more concerned about. Amen on that. In, I'm in, 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 in Destiny 2, like, yeah, like, you know, people... Oh, real issue. It's lame. It's a lame practice. You know, whatever. I thought Battlefront 2 was much more egregious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'm going to use that word, too. And I just, I, you know, yeah, they got caught and it's hilarious. Their statement was hilarious. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, I, I expect this of big companies. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, whatever. No doubt. Permission <laughs> to jump on this next and offer a bit it. of a counterpoint. Go for it. Okay. Oh. I agree with you, John. It wasn't an issue right now. It's not an issue right now. The loot and the progression is uh, destiny Two. as much as I love is, much as the fun I've had with the endless hours I've poured into it, it has a big endgame content problem right now. Mm-hmm. But who says this wouldn't have been an issue one expansion down the line? Mm-hmm. Or maybe the one after that? Or the one yeah, after sure. that? But- Destiny 2 is explicitly... Hang on. Destiny 2 is explicitly being built, I don't think this is too much of a reach, as a game that is going to endure for at least some years, 
yes. for at least some time. They want players to come back for the new content. They want them to come back for the next raid. You know, you get Curse of Osiris coming up, and then whatever comes on after that, I presume it's going to follow a similar model to the first Destiny. I don't know. Maybe it will. We'll see. Maybe not. The point is, they're relying on those recurring players, not the casual audience per se. And those those veteran players are already pouring in so many dozens and hundreds of hours, it gets harder and harder to level up. Well, then what happens when the level cap gets raised? And then it gets raised again, and it gets even more frustrating to level up. I'm not saying it's an issue right now, but I guarantee it would have been an issue way down the line. But but when you're building towards but when you hit the when when you hit the cap and you're talking about leveling up, I mean you're talking about getting shaders. You're you're talking about getting you know uh, a, a chance at a weapon ornament that for a weapon you may not even have right now. You, that's you, the case. That it's the case right now. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, I feel like you're. I feel like that is putting the cart before the horse. And 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 you know I mean I. I Regardless, I mean the system is done. Like because people are going to be watching it like a hawk now. So <laughs> I, mean, people, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, so, 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 like the whole point, in my opinion, is moot now because people are going to be looking at this now with right. three different pairs of binoculars and the let, minute, let that algorithm jump. The minute the <laughs> of algorithms did they get to catch you? Wasn't there something. one before? Yeah, Wasn't there it, one before? that yeah, they, I mean, they patented. You know, I, all I know is, is that like, <laughs> if this were to happen again in some expansion down the line, people are going to go, hey, you know, and, and <laughs> true. That is true. It's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading a little too much into it. Maybe I'm being a little too cynical. 2017 has had a very jading effect on me. I hear you. But it's, I, hear you I don't know. The fact that Destiny 2, as great a game it is, has such incredible end game content problems. And yet, Ooh. this was in place. Oh, I it thought you were about to say incredible. Look, I'm about to go in on it until you he heard the whole thing. Oh, no, I, I'm not surprised at all, Sam. I mean, Destiny 1, as much as I loved it, had endgame problems. I mean, you know, so, I mean, this seems to be... I said on Twitter the other day, and people people took this the wrong way. On Twitter the other day, I said, I said Destiny's biggest hurdle is Bungie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, yeah. and, and when people said, oh, that's, you know, and, and, and people, you know, and, and granted, I should have been a little more, you know, explanatory about what I meant, but oh, yeah. I, I don't mean that the game is bad. I love Destiny. What I mean is that there has been absolutely no feedback from the, I mean, this is the first time we've really gotten a response yes. to criticisms from Bungie. That's and, my and, 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 and it's, and it's out over something that they got caught doing. They're not addressing <laughs> problems in the game itself. So... You know, I, I just I don't know. Bungie keeps on winning, I guess. I, mean, I, I find I find it absolutely hilarious to me because it's every other week these guys are tripping over their own feet, and it, and I said like because I didn't understand what they were saying at first. I said what they did, and they said they was they was throttling us. I'm like, who, who, who was throttling you? Why, why was they throttling you? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I know a lot. Of people who play Destiny 2 and all, and I, none of them buy silver from the store. So I'm like, okay, so, so who cares? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, they were, yeah, it, it, is it scummy? Sure, whatever. But was it really affecting you in the long run? Like, like, was, not at all. Was it really, you know, like, oh, Bungie, you know, Bungie yeah. was, you know, it's necro, you know, they're sorcery, man. They're trying to get, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, here's the thing, here's the thing. And I hear where you're going with Lomac. Well, I just want to jump in real quick. You're totally right. If anyone who plays Destiny knows what Bright Engrams, you know, they're not really no. game changing, 
you know, pay to win. There's, there's really nothing that's going to affect gameplay in that regard. But I do hear what Lord Sam is coming from. But the thing I want to get to is just like what I'm personally upset with is that, like you said, the issues with Destiny 2 right now rely in the end game. Right. People feel it's either over casualized. There's not enough stuff to do. And the thing right now is well, everyone was waiting for transparency and feedback from this community managers to say, hey, when are you fixing the end game? So it was, what, kind of, yeah. it was kind of funny that they got caught with this and then immediately came out with a statement to say, okay, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing this, and we're doing that. When meanwhile, the community has been begging them, when are you going to talk about this end game that we're upset with? Like, I think a lot, I think a lot of the anger over the over the Eververse stuff is just a, a residue from people being frustrated about Bungie not communicating about what they're going to fix go. the end game. Yeah. You know, like because I know that like when I get a bright engram pop up, like like you know when when I, when my little yellow bar fills up and I get a, it says you got a bright engram. My excitement level registers exactly the same as like when I learned mm -hmm. all we have for breakfast is a bowl of plain oatmeal. Plain oatmeal with loot drops. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like it, yeah, like if my wife were to tell me, hey, what we've got for breakfast today is plain oatmeal, and my reaction is, okay, whatever. Like that, that's that's what happens when I see a bright engram pop up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, it's the plain oatmeal of gaming. It's a bright engram. <laughs> um, so, I mean, so if you're really upset. Mm -hmm. That I mean, if you are super duper upset, like, you feel Bungie was forcing you to buy bright engrams. Like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, again, yes, it's a scummy practice, but they're just bright engrams. So just I take all that energy that you have about being upset about the oatmeal of video games and put that into put that <laughs> into actually actually having Bungie affect the change in the game itself because it needs it. The game has bigger problems than bright engrams. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Lord Brap, I want to get you in on this. That at the uh the hand was slapped. I got a question first before uh, Lord Brad goes. Go ahead. Have you go done ahead. the raid yet, Lord Brad? No, <laughs> not done the raid. I'm waiting for you guys. It's fine. Hey, don't you <laughs> say that. Don't you say that because you know Bruh. who I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for you. I will put you in the raid right after this. Don't you say that. <laughs> well, no, I reached out to, I think I reached out to Attic. I'm like, hey, let's do the raid this week. And he's like, Nah, we're 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 boy we're boycotting Destiny right now. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's he's boycotting Destiny. You reached out to the wrong person. You reach out to me, and you'll be in a raid today. Lord Brap, we got you if we do. We right, we're gonna have some people with, with raid. We're gonna have to raid I that later on. on against my wishes and my beliefs to get you. <laughs> you gotta go get your core core beliefs. <laughs> Continue, love rap. As far as uh, no, you, know, I, I, you know, I think everyone's made some really good points here. I think, I, I, I think Sam, what you were going with is like this thing could have potentially gotten worse. Mm -hmm. Am I understanding that correctly? Yeah, it's not that it's an issue right now. It's the fact yeah. that again, maybe I'm too cynical, but you have an end game content problem, mm -hmm. but yet you're throttling XP. What does that mean? Two or three expansions? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and mm -hmm. I kind of agree with what? that too. Like what what and, and I'm glad they like I'm glad like that that they got exposed per se for, <laughs> for doing this because this thing could have gone this thing could have gone out of control. Um I'm and, sorry, not to cut you off again, but everybody else heard that noise. Yeah. Just right there. What was that? Like yeah, chicken I, I, on I, cocaine? I just, I just felt like they decided to ignore it. Yeah, yeah we go. I, we go I, act like that ain't happening because we didn't know what the. Was. I don't know. It sounded like someone was blowing balloons or something. I don't know. It sounded like it, it sounded, sounded like someone was trying to rap. It sounded like it sounded like a chicken just did a line of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs>
Continue, little rap. Excuse whatever that noise was. I I do have concerns with these games that focus on player engagement. Like this stuff is something that we, and I'm glad the community spoke out against it. I think big picture, this is something that we we have to be aware of. We have to because I think like what you were saying, Sam. Like this, it may not it may not happen in Destiny, but it could happen in another game where, um, you know, this could impact you actually getting the kind of weapons you want or the weapons you would use. You know, and and those things to me are things that worry me as a consumer that, you know, these developers are taking advantage of people's time and money and doing things that necessarily aren't in the best interest of the consumer. So let's be honest, Lord Brad, like based on the content problem right now, right, the lack of endgame, it's kind of interesting that that was throttled, right? Because they, they basically, in a sense, they want you to grind more to get said bright Ingram, regardless of how lame they are, right? There's really not enough to do. So I guess when you do a public event like that, when you like say if you farming public events in Destiny right now is probably the, the easiest activity to yeah. kind of try to, to gain experience and to see that kind of throttle down to about 5% is kind of showing, to me it almost screams like they don't have enough content. No, they don't. That, that's why yeah. they did it. They, they exactly. Don't. Like, yeah, I, think, I think the perfect microcosm for that was, I don't know if you guys were watching the um, the, the last stream they did, but they said, this is our most rewarding public oh event. My God. God. And then the drop is two tokens in the blue. <laughs> two tokens in the blue. I was done. Like, I was wow. done. Dude, I was at work, I was at work watching that. And, like, I, I, I've, I, I, and I had to shut my office door and just cry <laughs> into my house. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> And, and the best part is, is that was pre-recorded. Like, why didn't you just do that? Not a drop. Like, that even makes it oh, worse than it was pre-recorded. Oh, it was a low point. It was a definitely a low point. Oh man, continue, love rap. Now I get out, Lord, I finish this thing. No, but that's the thing that's funny. I, like, I, I, I can see part of the community being outraged because of the end game issues. Yeah, you know, it's like, wait a minute, we, we haven't heard anything from the uh, uh, from the community managers, um, and now we we've caught them doing something shady, and, and but now, and now they're engaged with us. <laughs> you know, it's just not a good look. It's not it's a good look. Not and, a good uh, look. Absolutely. Yeah. Lord but, Addict. <laughs> Our good friend. Did he fall asleep? <laughs> the Benadryl's in? No, it's not in. I just... <laughs> I, I, okay, first off, when it comes to the microtransaction, I don't give a shit about that. But uh, I don't want to go in on this endgame. I think I'm just, just going to have to say that it was sleazy what they did with the whole microtransaction and lying to us. I'm not going to go in the endgame, uh, the endgame problems because... We all don't have time for that. Yeah, so we, me, me and you will save that after stream three. Because I really wanted to hold off on this topic too. Like me and you've been we've been chomping at the bit. We've been ready to unleash. But we like let's wait until we see all the streams, right? And then we'll kind of talk about it. But then this kind of happened and we're like, okay, we gotta kind of talk about this. <laughs> but continue. Like, well, what's every stream they do? It I usually catch streams live, but I, I've been so like I don't care anymore with this company <laughs> that I'm just like IGN will tell me what happened, <laughs> and I'll sit there and, and I'm watching the like you know the the what's the word I'm looking for the the recaps of these streams and mm-hmm. and you can ask Lord Cognito like the moment I saw that that raid layer quote unquote I was like I went straight to to, to Twitter and I, I just put I just put one phrase destiny 2 uninstalled like <laughs> I'm such a huge raid person and I'm not gonna go all out on this I, I'm gonna wait Give it a I'm, 
I bought the the expansions. I'm not going to be like one of these people and just completely boycott the game. I did buy the expansions. I fell for it. I got finesse. So I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna hold that all. I'm gonna try their content. I'm gonna see how this raid layer is because any anyone in in you know Iron Lords podcast channel five they will tell you that like my bread and butter in this game is raids. Yeah, he's the man. And, if they get the raids again, because I personally feel like the raid, the Leviathan was fun, but it was get compared to the original. You one. sound like you're not excited about Apartment Two C in the in in Leviathan. See, no, let's not, see, no, let's not, not go into that. Let's not. Okay, we'll say it. Let's say it. We'll say it. We'll say that for them. They literally want us for a whole year just to go around and explore <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. and how are they gonna put that in the storyline and in the lore? But it's, it's a like, great. It's a great concept. Like whoever, when Calvin like, came up to the table and he were putting it, he was putting it out for Bungie because you know they. If it feels like the raid is done on a budget, right? And it feels the like they said, "Well, <laughs> it, it's it's big enough." They they're gonna tell you this ship is huge enough that it eats planets, mm -hmm. right? So there's no possible way for you to have seen all of the ship in mm -hmm. the limited time that you have been on it. So it, it stands to pass that there's areas in the ship that will unlock for you to see that you can do other raid content. I mm. understand it in theory. In theory, right? right. But, but in execution. In execution. With, yeah. with a Vex DLC inspired in Osiris. We're going to get into this next. Right, okay. We'll go on and on. We're Destiny fans. No, 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 no. We are sure this. I'm going to get a couple of minutes here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> The things that I don't understand is one: how are is the vex? And you know, I I talked to Lord uh, Demon. You know, he 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 he's Lord trying Demon. to stay optimistic, and I get with him. But I'm he's on the one end where he's like, you know, we see the holes in the ship. Let's see if Bungie's coming to repair it. I've right. already left the ship, <laughs> so you know, it's I'm going down. I'm sitting there looking on the shore, seeing if the thing <laughs> sinks, and if it doesn't, I'll wait for the next fair. Yeah, we'll send you a raft. We'll get you back on. We'll I'm sitting here like, you know, things don't make sense. I'm like, you know, most of these old raids made sense to the mm -hmm. expansion. So I'm like, what's going to happen? Like, mm -hmm. am I going to sit here and do this 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 Vex uh, DLC raid, and Callus is just going to hit me up on the ship and be like, yo, I got another part that I just found the key to. You want to come check it out? Like, <laughs> I don't get this. Like, okay, no, I'm done. I'm done. We're, we're, I think you're done. You're it, done. it allows them to put out raid content quicker. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, so for, in, in that regard, I understand it. Um, Look, here's the thing. Like people say, oh, it does it has nothing to do with the story. But I mean, we, you don't play Destiny two for the amazing lore. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. I do. I do. I got it got better though. It, 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 it got better, but I mean, it's it, it's it, it's like it, yeah, it did get better. But I play Destiny because nobody does here's first person play like Bungie, and I get nice. cool loot, and it's just a fun game. Here's I mean, my I mean, thing. That's why I play it. Here's my thing. Okay, let's say that you know, first off, they said that this. Uh, raid layer, quote unquote. I'm gonna say that every damn time. Uh, you know, they say that this is going to be shorter than the Leviathan. Me, for one, did not yeah. think the Leviathan was very, was very long. Yeah. So, point. you telling me that it's gonna be shorter? I'm already picturing a uh, a POE of raids, like that's how bad I'm looking at this right now. And I, I want this to be fire, dude. I want this to, to complete, I want them to shut me up. But here in the past six months. 
they ain't done nothing like that. <laughs> but I mean, Destiny Two came out in uh, the very end of or September. Came out September, so I uh, said so October, November. So three months pass. Um, I, I don't think I I didn't even expect another raid that soon. So well, I, I did because I, that's I, the, I did I did because Crota came out the exact same time. Yeah, but yeah. Crota, I mean, but but I mean, Crota. I mean, you know, Crota was short as well. Like, Crota, Crota was super was short, short, but it was something different, not the same damn thing. It was, <laughs> it was something oh, different. Oh, it was something. Oh, no, hold on, no, 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 no. hold on. Crota, oh, Crota, let's was, go. Crota was different, but one, we haven't played the new raid or or the raid layer. Or, or, we don't know. Raid. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we, we know. We know. It's in the Leviathan. Sure, but it's a whole other part of the ship. Was supposed it's, to be, it's like doing with, the Volta com- with glass, completely different encounters. They say, oh, the other part of the Volta glass is open. Like, <laughs> but, you haven't, but you haven't played it. True. You haven't played it. Nobody's I'm, played so, it. So, hold on. I, I, Lord, I don't understand. Yeah, we I, haven't touched it yet. Let's touch it first. So, but, but, but my thing oh. is. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. This is like saying, "Hey, you know, I don't want, I don't, I don't want chicken marsala for dinner tonight." Why? You've never had it. I don't care. It sucks. <laughs> like, Thank you. That's in what the interest I mean. of being fair, this is kind of general gamer attitude anymore. So I, I, Yo, I heard that's trash. This is the same people who just told me that people need to spike their opinion to make sure stuff like this doesn't happen. Okay, yeah, let, sure, let, but, but let's overlook know. this and play this and not say nothing. Guess what? <laughs> the <laughs> next expansion is going to be a small little section <laughs> of the Leviathan. You know, because of people like you, we're going to be the Leviathan all Destiny 2. You're criticizing something before you've even tried it. Play it, and if and and if it sucks, I will be the first person to say, yeah, this doesn't work. I'm willing to bet you I put more time in the destiny. What's that? We know about that. We know about who we know. It's not about the time. It's not about the time. It's about exactly what he's saying. What he's saying is There is no... I'm sorry, but there is no... First off, the way that they're even describing this is a a, a raid activity. It's already a raid. (laughs) But I... I told you that before it happened. But I also have to agree with a little negative in the sense that let's give it a chance. Let's and I did. See I said what that it is. That's I all we got And I then, one, yeah, then once we rant. get it in our hands, we put it through its paces, and we'll see if we are being finessed. Officially. But, yeah, I mean, there's no, you know, you're not giving it a chance. I mean, there are strikes right now in the strike playlist, and I hope they give us reasons to replay those strikes. But, you know, strike specific loop. Come on, where is it? Yeah, where is it? I said at the beginning I'm giving it a chance, but I could be a spectacle of what yeah, you could, you could be there. You got, your, like, you got your third eye open. Like, it'd be different if they haven't gave me stuff to make me not think this is good. First off, they said oh it's going to be shorter God. than the initial Leviathan raid. The Leviathan raid was five rooms. Mm-hmm. Okay, second, they said that it's a raid activity, which is su- which is a phrase that they have never said in entire death. Right. Which they had to get clarification because so of that is weird that they we said that. At all when they use raid, Third, raid activity. It's in the same location as the is the initial <laughs> launch raid, which that's a red flag. It's that they didn't even want I don't, to make I don't see why that's a red flag. Supposedly, supposedly the environment is going to be completely different. The oh, well, well, I would, it's I completely would, different. I would, I, would, I would expect going into the vow of the ship, it looked it looked different than the golden bullshit that's upstairs you don't know all i'm saying is it's the same location we should not be on the leviathan again so soon okay. why, well, why can't we go to the dreadnought why can't we go anywhere else besides the place well, hold on a minute hold on hold on a minute you just criticized <laughs> wait hold on a minute i'm trying to you just criticized <laughs> destiny for having a raid location in a different part of the same raid, and then you're like, let's go back to the Dreadnought. I say. Listen, <laughs> listen you're going to see no, he's Don, Don king you Don right King-ing. now. This is Don, Don King. King. No, no, no. I said that <laughs> the place King. that we just left, 
I'd rather we, go back to the dreadnought than the place that we literally just, just left. left. Okay, but you don't. Okay, I mean, I, I don't know. It just, I, 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 my mentality is always, you know what? I'm willing to give it a shot before my I say it. I don't want to be in the same place for a whole. Year. <laughs> and on that though, let me say this last thing. Let me say this last. Okay, I understand your criticism. Okay, I did say that I'm going to try because I ain't going to try it. I okay. didn't put hundred dollars into the into this game not to try it. But all go. I'm saying is, I would be okay if we went to Leviathan one time okay. in these expansions. Not me. We're going to the Leviathan. I, I like three times. Three, two more times. Two more times. I yeah. like the concept. It's a huge, huge, huge ship. It mm -hmm. eats worlds. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I mean, yeah. I mean, for all you know, we could be on a Vex world that it ate. Well, I mean, that's, yes, what I said. Exactly. that's exactly what I said. Yeah, that but would be the problem is, is they're not really being that that clear. First off, they say raid lair, like they don't really give any kind of <laughs> No, I'm serious. Like they said, raid lair. Like, like it's it's a section in the raid. Like a smaller. It just it's the, the messaging. Wording. The messaging and the wording. I I totally I hear where you're getting. I hear both sides. I hear why, don't both like, sides. why don't why don't why don't we wait to see what? Let's wait till we see. Stream says on Wednesday. And, and like, let's give it a chance. Let's put it through its couple paper. of more weeks, fellas. Couple, couple more weeks. weeks. December fifth. Oh, yeah, I am. I, for day one, I will be at that that raid lair. But I'm telling you, <laughs> there won't be a, an expansion too if if it's as, as bad as I. <laughs> You, I we can't, got you ready for apartment two C in the Leviathan. I can't. We got you. See, that's my problem. You are comparing this to an apartment building, okay? Like, <laughs> we should not be comparing it to an apartment building. I just we like it be because it gets you all fired up. I we love should it be looking at the up. fire. That's all be, I got to say to get you. We fired should be looking up. at the fire ass how like hotel that's across the street. We shouldn't be going downstairs to the next room. And on that note, we're done with destiny. We're gonna move on. Lord King. Oh, thank Black you. Friday has come and passed. Lord you got some things you want to talk about. Yes. Um, being that Black Friday has become this fantastic holiday. <laughs> this is crazy. Um, should now, because I've noticed in the purchasing trends, right? And if a game falls in that three week out from Black Friday, it's turned into, hey, let's wait until Black Friday so we can get the game cheaper. I'm guilty of this. Um, there's certain games that fell through the cracks that I said, I'll wait to Black Friday to get. That was starting in September because I knew I definitely was buying Destiny. There's certain games that you earmark that you, you're going to pick up. And Black Friday has become uh, the gamer's holiday. And my question is, should uh, companies uh, now market their games after Black Friday to capitalize on the full prices of the games? Because I've noticed a lot of new games are selling for half price, if more than half price. And is it cutting into uh, the budget of games that they're forced to supplement it with loot crates? And Do you understand? If a game, if a game that just came out, if a game that just came out is getting half its price slashed and half on Black Friday, that means the game did not sell well. Yeah, because no, I feel like that's not always the case. I feel like that's not always the case. Well, did you do a bulk of your shopping on Black Friday? Yeah, but I, I, I don't feel like just because a game is on sale on the biggest year. I mean, let's say that you know you your game sells phenomenal. And you know you don't want to drop that price, but you still want to sell on Black Friday. But your competitors is half off. What you gonna do? You just gonna take that L because yeah, but you I mean can't comp you can't compete because your game is twice as expensive as everything else. Yes, I mean Wolfenstein Two just came out, 
and it's and it's already half off. Um, yeah, and, and, I mean, and, and it's permanently really half off. There's a difference between a permanent drop and just a, a sell. I don't it's believe. A, I don't it's believe a it's one permanent. night sell. I don't think that's a big deal. I don't know. I, I, I a price drop that. I mean, there's a reason, for example, that the Switch did not have a price cut on Black Friday mm-hmm. because it doesn't need. Well, we're it. talking about consoles. <laughs> I mean, we're talking right now about games. That's what sure, you guys sure. No, we're talking about the whole conglomerate. Uh, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, the core. I mean, I mean, the core concept is the same. Like, right? Like, like the Switch doesn't have a price. It's two ninety nine, and it's flying off the shelves. Um, it doesn't need it because it's selling. Um. The P- I, consequently, the PS4 and the Xbox One S got price cuts because they need them. These consoles have been on the market for years now. That is how you get people to buy them. The Xbox One X did not have a price cut. It's still four ninety nine on Black Friday. It doesn't need one. It's selling. It just came out. I, I think um, the main reason they do this is competition. I, it's I mean, like I said, you it, can't have Wolfenstein $30 and, you know, I mean, obviously, this this same developer. You know, you have um, what's that company? Um, uh, what's the other game besides Wolfenstein that Bethesda just released? The Evil Within Two. The Evil Within Two for sixty. You know, people, regardless if they came in there for the Wolfenstein, they're gonna look at that Evil Within Two and be like, maybe I could just pick this up because I am interested in this game, but maybe I can wait on Wolfenstein. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: it's a mixture. It's both. You absolutely have competitive sales going on because Shadow of War was dropped to $35. That's Mm -hmm. a pretty big drop. And Shadow of War murdered pretty much everything else apart from maybe Mario and Assassin's Creed in October. It shattered. It completely obliterated Shadow of Mordor's uh, sales record, which, side note, means it's the first game to buck the sequel to a new IP this gen does pour. It's actually the Mm -hmm. first one to buck that trend, which is an interesting anecdote. But anyways... So that sales drop was clearly, that discount was clearly meant to encourage more people to pick it up because other games are getting discounted. But Wolfenstein 2, The Evil Within 2, Prey, that's a disturbing amount of Bethesda titles, which is disappointing, but whatever. <laughs> I'm, under no, I'm under no delusions hey, whatsoever that those games are getting discounted because they didn't sell quite as well as they oh, should have. It's like I said, it's not the case to everything. There are games that they're going to put on sale. There's no denying that when, you know, uh, Dead Rising came out in December and by January it was like 40 bucks at GameStop. Like, well, you know, I, 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 want to, I do want to issue a quick correction to something Sam just said. Shadow of War was actually the second game to do that. The first game to do that this gen was Destiny 2 just the month before. It Destiny did outsell it? It outsold Destiny, Destiny 1. 1. Well, yeah, okay. Sorry, one so me an Xbox One X over that. May I add? Launch a line. Launch a line. So yeah. Okay. Destiny Two is yeah, yeah, the, the first Destiny, selling game of yeah. the year. Yeah. That, so that does make sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's like I said. Like you know, it, it, regardless, what you know, I do want to say, regardless what these Bethesda games do, uh, you know what they do sell wise they're still phenomenal games <laughs> Bethesda really don't be publishing or making bad bad games besides Prey. Amen. Pray sucks. But is it a conscious effort being made to hold off for that specific gaming so-called holiday or purchasing holiday? Uh, because it was it was a conscious effort on my part to do that. I consciously <laughs> waited while everybody paid full price for these games that they so-called couldn't wait for. And we had a ton of games to play up until that point, which I stayed busy with Mario, Destiny, and my Assassin's Creed that I, I couldn't wait for. And I purchased all the games um, at a cheap, very cheap discount yeah, of price. Uh, and if you was able to go physical, you even got it cheaper. 
Kid Smooth. He he waited on uh, the Evil Within two and uh, Wolfenstein, and the moment that sell was, he picked them both up for thirty each. Exactly. You know what my favorite thing about Black Friday in the gaming community is? Here's my favorite thing. My pictures you, of pellets. When you get on Twitter and you see <laughs> the pictures of you see the pictures of the empty of of, of the empty uh, PlayStation Four. Yo, Second, they're like PlayStation selling out, baby. I, I and, then get the, and then you get the same thing for the Xbox and the, and the and the same thing for the Switch. And then I just love like I don't I don't as long as they're all selling well, I could care less. But I, I just love the disappointed faces of whatever fanboys. <laughs> I, 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 and then they're like on Twitter, and that's that's my favorite part is is just watching these these console warriors go nuts over over what over what sold and and what didn't sell. And that to me is when I, I break up my popcorn and I pour myself a little bourbon and I sit down and I just sit in front of Twitter and I, I just soak it all in. I, I do have um, a, a story on that palette stuff. Uh, I pick well, my uncle. He worked at Walmart for a while, and I remember I went up there to pick him up. It was uh you know during. He got off before Thanksgiving for some uh, before the Black Friday. It was like probably an hour into it. He uh-huh. had something go on. He had to get off, and they literally just unloaded a pallet onto another one. So obviously they put the the reserve stock on the the main you know the main <laughs> display. And I saw people taking pictures of the thing they just rolled out to to switch. <laughs> and they're like sold out, and I'm like, dude, they literally just brought that out here to switch with the other one. Like you are retarded. <laughs> Yeah, I, I honestly, like that, that. That what I love about the. I mean, Black Friday brings out the absolute worst in in the in, in the console warriors. You know, it, it brings out, or maybe it brings out the best. I don't know because it's so incredibly entertaining. Um, but I, honestly, like you can take that, you can take that and bring it all the way back to net neutrality and say, you guys are pouring all this energy into this meaningless in, re, console war that you have invented. That, by the way, these executives do not fight. They do not care about this. Um, take all that energy and all that hatred and pour, and unite yourselves and pour it into something like net neutrality. Um, you know, get, get upset about that. Don't get upset about PlayStation 4 not selling as well as Xbox or Switch not selling as well as PS4. Don't get upset about that. Get upset about something like net neutrality because you know what? At the end of the day, we are all – there's no PlayStation community. There's no Xbox community. There's no Switch community. There's a gaming community. And if something like – and if this hobby were to go away tomorrow, we would all lose out equally. So I mean, why can't we just unite? I was, and- I was there last time it went away. The, it's, yeah. it's like it's like I said last night on um yeah you know, the, the the podcast I did Tell with them, Brad Anchorman. You know the next time you think that you know there's a side or a green side or a blue side or I don't necessarily know what side Nintendo would be colored would be, but uh, red, 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 maybe? red, yeah, red. So you have these sides, and regardless of what it is, it's like. Gamers came together, made a multi-million-dollar corporation bow to us, and then not only that, we made a multi-billion-dollar corporation tell a multi-million-dollar corporation that this needs to change. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just a. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you talk Black Friday, um, you know, like I, I mean, nobody is going to know what sold more until we get until we get the MPDs or until we hear a statement, uh, which we usually do, uh, saying, you know. You know, okay, well, we saw. And by the way, I want to point out just because just because one console sells the most on Black Friday does not mean it sells the most for the month by yep. by a long shot. So, you know, honestly, that stock was out. It, yeah, exactly. Um, my 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 bet is that the Switch probably pulled it out. Um, but which would be incredible considering it <laughs> did not get a it did not get a price cut. 
Um, th that would be. I mean, wouldn't that be insane if the that Switch, would be pretty crazy, which did not get a price cut, actually sold more than we're the hoping, we, we don't have that kind of talk on this podcast. We're we're hoping not, sir. That would be like, I, look, as long as everything's selling well, I don't, I don't care. No, we, we we just have a bend the knee segment here, and um, <laughs> I'm on the, I'm on the Xbox my side right now. Yeah, hey, I'm on the Xbox side. Now. I don't want to bend this knee, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I would just, I would love to see the shocked faces of of people who Wait. just did not see that coming. I just, well, I just saw that you'll be seeing it from me. I just saw a commercial for a jewelry store. If you spend a thousand dollars or more, you get a free Xbox One S. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I just saw the like, 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 Or for one night, or for one eighty nine, I can just go get one and not have to spend a thousand dollars. Exactly. That's like, all. I mean, they're doing that like, very, very niche market of guys who are planning to propose this holiday, exactly. but still want to pick up a console. I don't know. Hey, That's yo, actually, how would your wife feel? If she knows that the impetus of you getting a ring was <laughs> the fact that you It worked out for me, too, baby. Not only do you get to be the, the love of my life for the rest of my life, but I got an Xbox One Slim, too. Like, and now, I can, and now, I can, and now, now that I've done this, I can ignore you and play on my Xbox One X. Oh, that's awesome. The marriage is going to be like... <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. It's <laughs> like Xbox is having some problems. Xbox is pulling out all the stops for Black Friday. They even giving you a diamond ring with your Xbox One. <laughs> I, I will say this. I, I will say this. Like, and this is about as as deep into the stuff as I get. This is. I do feel like this is a very critical holiday period for Microsoft. Um, yes. If the Xbox is so, so you just had the Xbox One X come out. I don't think it's going to move the needle the way people think. I, I think it'll sell more to the Xbox core than the PS4 Pro did to the PS4 core, simply because I feel like there was more excitement in, in that subsect of gamers mm -hmm. um, for the X. But if Microsoft, just after releasing this new very powerful console, um, if they have a poor showing in November, which I don't, th I don't think they will, but if they do, where do they go from there? Um, well, you know, it's the games. It's, you know, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting you say that. Like when this generation started, I did not think exclusives mattered all that much anymore. After the first year, I was like, exclusives are not. But now, I don't know if I, I don't know if that's true or not anymore. You um, know, Matt, Matt Piscatella was saying that that was the case in the beginning of the generation, and that it, then it changed, like year, I think two, three, whatever in this console gen, where it could yeah, see correlation between exclusives coming out and pushing console sales for like well i think i i i think you saw the big change happen when the switch came out because let's face it nobody's buying the switch for third party games no, um no. you're buying the switch for first party games and nintendo probably has the strongest most recognizable stable of first party games in the business um and the switch is murdering it this year it's complete 180 from the wii u um yeah. so so maybe exclusives maybe they matter more than i thought they did and maybe that's why Maybe that's why PlayStation Four is is just outpacing the Xbox. Um, I I don't know, but I do know that I really hope Microsoft has a strong showing on just not just on Black Friday, but for November in general, because I think that is a, I think that that is that will be that will be a statement on, on the state of that console, in the industry having just had a new console come out. Yeah. Um, and they poured, uh, I feel like, a lot more advertising into the X than PS4 did to the Pro. Yes. Um, I, I feel like 
They they had to, yeah. I mean, I mean, Sony could afford with getting wet, and and let's face it, like the the reveal of the pro was a snoozer. Like like yeah, I was oh, like I, I was like Cerny oh, put God. us to sleep. <laughs> I, I like Mark Cerny. I like Mark Cerny, but, but we were live streaming that thing, and I was like, oh, sales, man. I was like, oh, God. like what is this? Um, meanwhile, the you know, yeah, some of the marketing language was goofy. <clears throat> Perfect pixels. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but perfect clarity. It's not fair. Dynamic. But but you know, at the same time, it worked. You know, it got people hyped up. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. Uh, and and so I feel I feel like if Microsoft comes in third mm-hmm. in November, that's that that's a bad look. Yeah, um, that's a, that's yeah, something to be very something. concerned about. Now the thing also was going on is these uh PlayStation sales. Obviously, we know Black Friday doesn't represent the whole month. Nope. But from my understanding, like what they dropped to about one eighty nine, Brad. Like uh, that that Sony, they they have like some no no, no one ninety nine one ninety nine. Oh, so it's one ninety nine. The Xbox Slim was one eighty nine, but I mean a difference mm. of ten dollars isn't going to move the needle. Wow. Um, this is- Mm-hmm. It's just the numbers visually uh, gives you uh, yeah. a feeling. Like if you see 189 opposed to 199, it's a feeling that your brain uh, produces. This, it's this a visual chemical. thing, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And now, I, 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 apparently, the the apparently the PS4 has been is sold out everywhere now, which is ridiculous. If that's true for a four year old console, I mean that's insane. Um, I just I have a feeling that the Xbox is going to be trailing the PS4 and the Switch mm-hmm. um, in November, um, and I'm sure people will take that as saying John is a fanboy. No, <laughs> I want the I want the Xbox one to sell. I, I, would I mean, to, you got to see. It, I would love to see it sell more than anything else in November because mm-hmm. I would love because three competitive consoles are better. It's than a beautiful three. thing. You exactly. got to give the disclaimer as well. You know, he doesn't have an Xbox, so I mean. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, you know, I mean, I, I played on a PS3 and an Xbox 360 equally last gen. Um, right. I guess I had more time. I wasn't married. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, but for the, I mean, for for the current gen, I mean, I got a PS4. I got a PS4 because most of my friends ended up getting a PS4. Yeah, you go where your friends are. It, it would not make sense for me to switch over to an Xbox now at this point because all my, I mean, I've got so many trophies on PS4 on on, on PlayStation Network they- now. Oh my and that's exactly what I say. Mm-hmm. I say you play with your friends. You play where your your, your stack is. Your achievements are. Um, this stuff means things to people. It means mm-hmm. something to you. It means Absolutely. something to me. The ecosystem is important. Like the yeah. ecosystem that you're in, you're comfortable with, and where your friends are, ultimately is gonna help decide where you're gonna actually game. So yep. I definitely hear it. I mean, it's gonna be interesting. This whole Black Friday thing is just pretty entertaining. Could, could, could we get um a, a a couple of the lords that's in the room right now who's not part of the bend the knee segment because it's not too late to join? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know who's gonna bend the knee in November, but I'll tell you this. I'm gonna be tuned in to SDGC where they got Matt Fiscatella on. <laughs> That's yeah. fun because we, we, that that episode is gonna be so Matt Fiscatella, who's the MPD analyst, he comes on every month. He's an unofficial member of the podcast, and he comes on every month to talk about and be. And by the way, if you've never seen him talk, he he is extremely knowledgeable yeah. about the industry, and it is fascinating yeah. to hear him talk. Very knowledgeable. Um, so you're going with the switch, I take it, or is it the I, PlayStation? I, I, I personally, I, you know what, you know what? <laughs> he tried to get him to commit. <laughs> I'm waffling between the PS4. I still, yeah, I still think the switch is going to take it. Simply because Ooh, oh, man, no negative. We 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 on the switch train. We on that switch train. Right. Okay, so we got your knee on the switch. I think so. I, I think yeah. I I think that. I mean, if you look, I mean, yeah. I, I, <laughs> okay, Lord Sam, yeah. Lord Sam. 
Uh, where's your knee leaning? <laughs> I mean, the thing is, right, we, we don't really have a lot of evidence per se. We have a lot of anecdotes. We have a lot Absolutely. of Absolutely. anecdotes. I'll say it again. So it's, it's, it's extremely difficult to say. Honestly, you could put these three, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, Absolutely. in any order, and yeah. I'd believe it. I would believe any order. I believe any combination. Well, when, when the M- M- MPDs come out, I mean, where, where will your it's knee lie? I'm just, just trying to think, you know, where your knee might it's be. It's just good fun. We've been doing this thing called better yeah. than if you, if you have to force me into a good yes. fun position here, then it would be something like... Get on your knees. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Xbox, Switch, PlayStation, just to shake things up. Okay. Right. So you got Xbox. Okay. Right. So you got Xbox. I really need to emphasize the fact I can believe anything happening. Oh, oh, look at that. He voted for the winning team. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a fun segment. We're going to have people. We're actually going to have all the people at past guests that we've encouraged. Lord Brap has been part of it, you know, as far as uh, who who our predictions are, who we think would win. Just a little fun segment. Like I said, once the winner is announced, you know, we'll just have either you guys either come in the uh, the live chat, just hashtag bend the knee and uh, Mm -hmm. retweet just for some good fun. Because like I said, it's like Lord Megative said, it's one of these unique situations where all where the big three are in prime position. They've all got great arguments. They're selling well. You know, the X is doing well. The Nintendo Switch has been a phenomenon. PlayStation has been the dominating force of the generation. So it's just fun to see, you know, them all compete. And this is one of those ones you really can't definitively say all you know, the way. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting when you look at how well all the consoles are, and everything is selling well right now. Remember all those articles back in 2012 saying gaming yeah, was dying. Dead. Like, <laughs> yeah. like mobile, mobile had taken over. It's done. It's yeah. all done. Well, right I mean, now. right like, around the same time, you had a bunch of articles from high up publications, no less, talking about how MOBAs were the future and that yeah. that's where all games needed to go and things like that. So. Anytime something says blank is the future, it's raise an eyebrow. <laughs> Lo Cognito, you notice how I got that same answer you were looking for later in the podcast, <laughs> just in case somebody was sticking around for that answer. <laughs> <laughs> I know what the method to your madness is, Lo Cognito. I just want to point out real quick to uh, my fellow lords here that I actually I've I've got to drop. Okay, um, I've got a hard stop time at no worries. Uh, 1245 and I've, I'm so sorry. I, I'm sorry. Not guys. at all. Not at all. Nothing to be Um, But uh, right. I, I, you know, it was mentioned earlier uh, when you guys were doing that amazing introduction that I do, I do voices. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I figured uh, Enrique knows, I figured I could do like a little Christopher Walken before I oh, go. Let's go. Yeah, just go ahead and do your outros. Cause I think we're about to sh- wrap this up. Anyway. Let's go, baby. I'm going to do a little like, I don't know. I'll, uh, well, the, like what if Kratos was, was Chris played by Christopher Walken, right? Like, it'd be like, <laughs> it could be like, I can't do this out laughing. So forgive me, but you know what? It's like Zeus, your son has returned. I bring with me <laughs> of Olympus. Like, yeah, there you go. Um, so, <laughs> so, my man, Lord Negative, man. Absolute <laughs> pleasure, man. Thank you so much for coming through. Huge fan of the SDGC. Shout out your team, everybody over there. And like I said, man, got to hit you back on once again. And uh, like I said, man, absolute pleasure, man. Come yeah, on. no, I do. It was, I, I had a lot of fun talking with you guys. Um, it's, uh, I'll, I'll come back on whenever you want. Um, Absolutely. And, uh, please, if you have not subscribed to uh, the Iron Lords podcast and you're listening to this, do it. These are a bunch of good guys. Um, and uh, I'll go ahead and tell you to subscribe to our own channel, uh, Superform Gamescast, which goes live every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Nice. Super, super Deformed Gamescast. There you uh, go. 
And uh, we are going to be doing our Game of the Year show soon, uh, very soon. Um, and anybody who watches this knows what a hot mess our, That's gonna be interesting. our top 100 games of all time was. <laughs> um, that was bad. Um, that was really <laughs> bad. But, but we always have a good time. We're usually a few drinks in when we go live. So <laughs> it's always fun. Uh, there's a lot of yelling. And we, uh, we have a motto. It's, it's, it's not always poetry. And we don't always agree. But we, we always keep it real. And that pretty Absolutely. much sums up the... Pretty much sums up the podcast. But uh, anyway, I got to drop, guys. Um, it was a pleasure and an honor being on. Enrique and Sam, you guys are my boys. You guys know that. Um, and uh, if you guys have not checked out Basement Radio Arcade Podcast, which is oh, yeah. DGC's sister podcast or Real Games Media, uh, yeah. I highly suggest you guys go and subscribe to that. As Absolutely. Well. Um, so anyway, guys, uh, have a good rest of your weekend. And uh, everybody out in the gaming community, please be kind to each other. Absolutely. Uh, have a good one, Lord Magnif. Be safe. Take care, guys. Cool, cool. So, uh, yeah, man, we're just gonna get close to wrapping this thing up, unless uh, Lord Addict, I know he wanted to talk a little. Uh, no, we'll say that. Right we say switch third party. Yeah, we'll say switch third party. No doubt. So it's absolute pleasure, Lord Sam, and of course Lord Brap dropping through. So, Lord Sam, where can the fine people find you? So you can find and follow me on Twitter if you want to hear what I have to say. Um, you may not like it. You have been warned. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Samuel um, I, I keep my thoughts brief, but I pull no punches. So it, it is what it is. I'll, try, I'll no. try to always keep things honest. I'm happy to talk to anyone whenever I can. You know, I mean, you might send me a message. I might be in class or working on something, but I'll happily get back with anyone who wants to talk or just chat about games or movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's at Samuel Talbert. Very, very easy to find. And then when I'm not on Twitter, you can find me at realgamemedia.com. Sure. And I will be writing reviews, opinion pieces, articles. And if I'm not, it's because I'm looking something up to work on something else new, or I'm actually doing the most important thing, and that is playing games. That's so right. Sure. That's Talk what about it's it. about, right? No doubt. That's what it's about, man. Appreciate you, Lord Sam. Long overdue. Huge fan. Got a chance to meet you finally. And uh, hey. like I said, always shout shout out the RGM team because you, you, you guys do good work. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. We appreciate the support. We really do. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Lord Brad with the, the mystery challenger appearance today. I love that. I love that. <laughs> a new challenger has arrived. A new challenger has arrived. <laughs> I, heard, I heard you guys were going to talk about net neutrality. I was like, Oh, I need to talk about this. I know. I had to have you. you, you Thank you, because that rant was very, very powerful. It actually Uh, brought me up to speed in understanding uh, the nuances that I didn't understand. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Where where Um, can fine people find you? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at brap underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we actually are in the midst of um, we're running a, a holiday competition right now yeah. uh, where we're giving away free PlayStation 4 console. Compliments of Mr. Chicken Spaghetti, by the way, who sure. is a great community member. He actually picked us and a few other podcasts to do his uh, his holiday uh, giveaway. So big shout out to him. And um, I'm also um, I'm also going to be part of another podcast that's going to be. Okay. Coming out December third, Loot Chess mm-hmm. Radio, with uh, <laughs> with, uh <laughs> my yeah. boy, my boy Fonzarelli on that. Yeah, with Jay Fonzarelli. Oh, shout out to Lord Fonzarelli, saltiest gamer. Oh, so, so Lord Sauce, oh, saltiest, yeah, yeah, that's my guy. So who is it? It's Salt Fonzarelli. You all day digital. Yep. Nice. When's that popping? We 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 in the, we in the early stages. We cooking. 
Yeah, the on? first uh, podcast, it's not going to be a live podcast. We're going to record okay. it, uh, okay. but it will drop December 3rd. So, um, yeah, just keep an eye out for that. Uh, you can Bye. follow you can follow Loot Chess Radio at, at Loot Chess Radio on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely give us a follow. And, um, yeah, we just, you know, just uh, going to get together and talk about, you know, games and, um, you know, video game news and our opinions on things with the industry. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're going to be focusing on getting some more industry guests on, too. So none of the fanboy stuff, just straight game talk. You oh, already good. know. We respect it. No doubt. And before we outro with the Lords, just real quick, the uh, new ILP poll this week will be going up probably tomorrow. So it's am pretty I, much. Uh, am I going to get to do my outro real quick? No, we're going to get to do your outro. The Lord, the Lords get saved for last. You know, with the realm of the Lords. The guests go first. <laughs> <laughs> hey! He's like, hey, don't come on. Hey, come on. I can end my time now. <laughs> no. I got my brother from another mother. But uh, yeah, the new IP poll will be with the rise of social media, Twitter, Reddit, etc., bringing more attention to gaming industry practices and giving more direct access to execs. The question is, is this good for gaming as a whole? A, yes, shines light on bad practices and corrupt individuals. <laughs> B, no, issues are overblown and way too many personal attacks. Or C, I don't care. I just want to get my game on. (laughs) (laughs) You know, C is always lit. (laughs) That is the question. Those are the choices. Please write them. I didn't check the uh, the poll. Did I get my C from last week? You got your C from last week. C did not win. They were very shallow. They did not win last week. (laughs) We didn't didn't win. We didn't win. The shallow Cs did not win last week. We did not win. We lost. So that is the question. Those are the choices. Rock the vote. And now we're going to do our official outros for the Lords. My brother from another mother, the howl of the young wolf. Very energetic pre-Benadryl. Love this, man. I love this. It's two weeks in a row. I freaking love this. (laughs) Where can I find people find you? What you got cooking up? First off, I want to go ahead and make a public announcement that uh, King be acting like I've missed every podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yo, listen, listen, listen. I never said that you missed. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the energy level, I love it. Please don't take this as a negative or a dig at me trying to get at you. I really love your energy because when you come with high energy, yeah, I come with right. high energy, sir. Right. So right. please, let's keep it rolling. That Destiny segment was intense. I was like, woo, this it was hot, I love but, uh, <laughs> I, I definitely want to, you know, thank all our guests for coming out. Uh here, you know, I I dropped um I dropped the other podcast. Definitely go check that out. Here's Brat's podcast. Go check that out in the in the comments uh, uh, the chat. Nice. Uh hey, as far as me, you know, I I, de- I'll, I don't know if I'll be on Planet Xbox Wednesday. I'm still having, you know, in the middle of my uh my you know, personal issues. But I definitely want to thank everyone for coming out. Uh, I'm not going to be able to stay to the very end of the podcast, so I have to go, go out my out right now. My brother just showed up. Okay. But uh, I do appreciate everyone that showed up. Uh, Lord Cognito, you take over. Bye-bye. I got you, bro. You already know. That's my guy. And, of course, shout out to Lord Saul, who could not make it. You know what I'm saying? But definitely came through with that cameo, courtesy of Lord King on the feature. And Lord <laughs> King, I see you, baby. Lord King, where can the fine people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, I want you guys really to add me on Xbox, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but also send me a message and say podcast. Just you know, just a message podcast because mm-hmm. I get a lot of weird What's things. That game attack, uh, King David OTW. All right. Um, 
I want to give a shout out to everybody that went out this Black Friday and maximized their Xbox One X experience. And even those people that didn't go out and maximize their Xbox One X experience, they maximized it by purchasing the Xbox One X. You supported the gaming community. Um, Eric J., uh, shout out to Lord Eric J. Uh, he went out, he purchased his, uh, his 4K television too. He's maximizing yeah, exactly. uh, his situation as well. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it means a lot. You have to understand when it's coming from the vision standpoint, when you purchase for your systems and you see what your system is fully capable of, I'm sure Lord Brat can attest to this. When he put that 4K HDR on, <laughs> he sat back and said, wow, and I know what King is talking about. I, I literally was walking around trying to get different angles of the sun. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I was like, I was on I was on a party chat with All Day and, and Fontarelli last night, and I wasn't even I wasn't even doing any missions. I was walking around. <laughs> Trying to get different angles of the sun to see the lighting effects and the shadows. Mm. It was just, Beautiful. yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. It was nice. Yeah, 4K resolution. So, so now you know that when I was uh, telling you, I wasn't blowing smoke up your butt. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 and I knew you weren't because I know you like the premium gaming experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt oh, about it. I, I, I love. I, I got to give a shout out to every uh guest that showed up today even family that showed up as enrique brap lord brap um but when i when i listen i gotta tell you guys a secret um when i jumped in the live chat you know because we have the video feed and i looked at lord uh, negatron and i'm like This dude looks like a uh, Deadpool. Like <laughs> he got the Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that would look like Ryan Reynolds. I said we had who? Nobody told me we had Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> you thought I was doing it big? You thought I was really doing it big? Yo, I said I really had to pinch myself. I thought I was sleeping still. I said, oh, I overslept the podcast. I overslept the podcast. <laughs> And yo, shout out! It was just a really funny moment for myself, um, and I had to share that with him before. He definitely got that going. That's my guy right there. He he was hilarious, rare form, good dude, great topics. And yeah, chat. Thanks for everybody coming through. Chat was lit today. Uh, Much appreciated again, Lord Negative, Brad, Lord Samuel Tobert in the building, the Dire Wolf, the Geralt Rivia himself. Absolute pleasure. Make sure everyone, you guys, hit that like, subscribe, and like I said, all the ILP on the Inner Circle Network, the media outlets, YouTube, iTunes, Google, Google Play, all that stuff will be going up later. The audio aspect, and of course, the amazing TickGN Patreon. That link's in the description. All the help from the Lords is greatly appreciated. We have another glorious Sunday in the books, and we're going to end this thing, y'all. And on that note, peace. Peace.